Real talk, real soul. Welcome to Soul Speak, your HQ for ideas and conversation, the podcast show that tackles today's toughest topics. Now, here are your hosts, the Delivery Crew. Welcome back, guys. It's Soul Speak here with episode 11. And today we're coming at you with some hot takes and some cold takes. And uh, today we got a guest speaker named Seth. Hey, Seth. How you doing? What's going on, y'all? Well, um, uh, tell us what you do. Let's go ahead and start with that. Well, uh, I, I do a little bit of everything uh, in the in the media realm. I, I write a little bit, uh, broadcast, uh, work behind the scenes, uh, sports TV, and uh, just you know if there, if it's if it gets me in front of like some live sports and like in, like in that in that moment when the adrenaline's pumping and the crowd's going crazy, like that's what I love. And um, and you know getting behind the mic as well. I've done radio, uh, TV. Yeah, we couldn't uh, tell front, you did radio. In, in front of the way. So, I mean, <laughs> this man yeah. is this man is the most professional that we've ever had on. I've already taken my shirt off. We haven't yeah. been here for like fifty eight <laughs> seconds. So did that stem from your love of uh, sports in high school, or like what got you into it? Uh, my father was a basketball coach, so growing up, you uh, you're always there at the games. Mm-hmm. I started keeping the stats, just on the on the game programs i wasn't even at like the scores table i was just uh like just keeping up with that and going to the players and telling them what they did that was something that i really gravitated to and and i started reading the sports section when i was like 10 11 years old and fell in love with that so like it's always been a part of me. It, it will always be uh, because nothing like nothing really gives me that rush. Like broadcasting and getting behind the mic and calling a win, like for a good team. Like I, I there's nothing better than that for me. Mm-hmm. And and that's so, with any sport. Like as long as you're just talking behind the mic. With I mean, I I got my preferences. Uh, you know, football, basketball, uh, baseball, probably be one two three and i mean yeah. but i like calling volleyball that shit is so much fun i'm sure volleyball is cool like, i went to a lot of my high school's uh volleyball games like, it is fun it yeah is cool. like i growing up in high school we had a team that won like seven straight state championships nice. now it was 1a and they bumped up to 2a but still i mean we only had uh four divisions in north carolina growing up and i mean they had a front line was like six one six two six one, and they were just no, destroying I, people unreal. mercilessly. Yeah, like, and it was just this just this dynasty, this random dynasty. And I'm, and I always regret like not um, uh, doing something with that team uh, growing up because that was something that I, I I wanted to do. We didn't have like an an elective like that. All we really had was yearbook. Right. And so, like, you know, you can only do so much with the yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I love it. But, yeah, I know exactly what you mean that with that adrenaline. I mean, just watching it and uh, being able to put your full focus and attentive uh, effort into it. I know myself playing it, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I wasn't able to catch every detail, you know, because I focused more on one thing and being in the plays. Right. And things can go pretty fast. However, like the adrenaline was still there. I feel like we're on the same level of that adrenaline. Well, I mean, I remember even working. I worked for uh, my college's um, 
uh, football team. I was one of their student equipment managers. And that was one of the things that really opened my eyes because you see just how many layers go into every Saturday. And we're in like a lower right. end rung. So I can't imagine like the big time production. I mean, you're still FBS. True. And I will agree with that. And I'm very lucky for that. They came from a bad beat, though. I mean, the program got shut down. Just for a couple years. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. Yeah. I mean, but regardless, um, it was it was very neat because I mean, yeah, you were helping contribute to this, like you were kind of talking about earlier, just kind of a dynasty awakening. Like this is one of the greatest times for to ever be a sports fan, and especially this team fan. Like, yeah, it's it's a really cool feeling to experience and be around it. I mean, like, <laughs> got bowl game flops on right now. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Going, like, I, I'm very excited for bowl season. Oh, I know man. Maddie is too because, I mean, that's when you get to work like four or five events. You know, you get to go a couple different places. Like I've been, you know, there ain't nothing like being in the uh, – in the uh, in the Superdome in in, Lu- in Louisiana when that oh, place is man. packed and it's going crazy, there's nothing like that in this world. And so, like that's just one of them things where, like, I mean, these venues uh, that you see in the and in the way, like, I mean, like the sound of like everything, everybody when they're going, when the fans are going, mm-hmm. like that is just some that's unlike anything else. It's it's one of those sounds that like and having gone to a couple of the games never really worked games that big but having gone to them like your ears can only take so much it hits just like this just one pitch when it's just drown out loud yeah uh, I went to a Packers Falcons game and that was, it was a real tight one it was a real close one and I remember the last touchdown scored Packers lost unfortunately but I remember the last score I was in Atlanta and it was just. I mean, it was the loudest thing I'd ever just all these people. It was just cool. It was such a cool experience. It's such a, a heartbeat kind of feeling. It's yeah. just, I was it's there. Just life. I was there when um, uh, Tua threw the the national touchdown oh. winning pass. Oh, uh, and and I mean that that sound. I mean, it's like a thunderclap. Yeah, when it happens, uh-huh. and I it mean, radios out the stadium. For me, right. walking can hear it. Yeah. Uh, for me, that that game was the 2018. Uh, was that uh, clean? It was after eight. the 2017 season, but it happened in 2018. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, um, the rivalry game between George and Auburn. That what, what's the name of that rivalry? Uh, the Deep Old, South. Deep South's oldest, oldest rivalry. rivalry. Right. Yeah. Um, I was there for that game, and you know Auburn had gone down, and Jarrett Stidham is is leading this this fantastic almost comeback in Jordan Hare, uh-huh. and that was the, the the craziest, the loudest, just the best energy that I've ever ever felt at a sporting event, and I've worked national championships too. Like right. it doesn't compare to to some of these rivalry games that are so important yeah. to the sport. I, I, I kind of feel bad, and if, if you don't mind if I transition here, I kind of feel bad for the uh, the Ohio State and Michigan guys because yeah. because they had that. I mean, their biggest rivalry of the year canceled this year. Like at this point, Ohio State needs to play anything, oh. anybody, oh, any right. game. E- even if or, they would have played, this games is not enough. But it feels like st- at the same time that they're going to get in no matter what. Like they're just going to shoo them in there, <coughs> you know. A la, really, the very first playoff year when Alabama slid in that fourth spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
No, Ohio know, State won the championship. They're going to play six games, and their their top wins are going to be Northwestern and Indiana. And then you have Texas A&M, who beat number – well, I guess they dropped. So number, what, 11 now, Florida? Mm-hmm. Um, and – and we're going to talk about that because that was some bullshit. Are they not going to come in the fact? <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, you know, a and A&M really has had a fantastic season. And I, depending on what happens with Clemson-Notre Dame, I would argue that they deserve that fourth spot. Interesting. Like, this is the only problem that I have. Like, you know, like you said, I mean – Bama crushed them. They they absolutely slaughtered them. And so, if they slide in that fourth spot, and they essentially have to play Alabama yep. again, over yep. again in the first round, and and if Alabama clobbers them again, yeah. the playoff committee will get they will get destroyed in the yes. aftermath yep. of that because people will be like, anybody could have done better than that, but. Isn't it interesting how many first-round playoff blowout we, blowouts we've seen in just what four or five years? <coughs> well, of you know, the, the seeding existence? has always been questionable. I mean, it, you can go look at. I mean, there's been so many. There's been so many like twenty, thirty-plus point wins and just not fun to watch. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's because the fourth seed sometimes should just not be in there. It, it's a team that just so happens to have this advantage, but you know by watching you are the best. Like, this is not the best team, and it's this team. Uh, I think that falls due to the way that the numbers go and the scheduling and based off rankings, who, who wins and losses, you can't help that. But Well, it, now let's, 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 let's go back to Seth for a second. As an Auburn fan, looking back to the uh, – the season, what, 2004 was it? 2003, 2004, when Oklahoma yeah. and USC both got in. Yeah, in 2004 when, when Auburn got hosed. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you feel as an Auburn fan if there had been a four-team playoff then and y'all had got a chance? Oh, well, I mean, we, we would have been the three seed, so we would have slaughtered Oklahoma just the way the USC slaughtered uh, Oklahoma. And then – it's a matter of who would that four seed be? Would they give USC any trouble? I mean, they USC had dominated really just like Auburn had, except for I think a really close win against Notre Dame that year, I believe. And I believe there was one other game where they were close. Whereas you know Auburn really dominated, except for the the close game against LSU that year. They dominated and went undefeated through the SEC. And I mean, is it even you know? Is it even conceivable now, pardon me, 16 years later, that a team could go undefeated through the SEC and not be in the top two in the country? Like, that's that'll never happen again. Yeah. It'll never happen again. Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, Nick Saban created a dynasty and a rollover for the SEC. I mean, I think he technically started that at LSU. Once he won this first championship at LSU, at that point on, the SEC became much more of a prominent name. Um, and I, actually, that's – that's, and I know this one off the top of my head. Bailey doesn't even have to check this one. From 2007 to 2014, when Florida State won the chip um, – yeah. Against Auburn. Stone. Fuck Florida State. But Dude, I uh, <laughs> why would you put Chris Harris on this huge man? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that is, but like the one that 
people don't talk about, and this is crazy because John Jones is now a starting cornerback more or less for the Patriots. Mm -hmm. When he pulled up lame with a hamstring, it opened up the hole for Florida State's touchdown Dude, return. It was, it was such a and was that such a opened the floodgates at all. If all if that doesn't happen, Trey Mason puts Auburn up yep. two two possessions and the game is over. Trey Mason was so good with, this year. Oh, so oh good. yeah. I mean, in in retrospect, one of my favorite Auburn running backs. In, in sure. retrospect, I mean, I feel like he was the Heisman winner that year. Yeah, I, mean, I totally agree with you. I feel like I, he was. He was. He was our superhero. It's, it's just you gave he him was, the ball. He was he completely just out of people's minds before the season. He had to come all the way from completely, you know, not getting any consideration to, you know, being in New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to finish my thought, you know, you go 2007 LSU, 2008 Florida, 2009 Alabama, 2010 Auburn, Auburn 2011 Alabama, 2012 Alabama, Alabama, 2013. Technically, that's Florida State. Okay, yeah, so the 2013 season. So you had six straight years with an SEC champion. And then five more after that. And of those six straight years, let's also point out that five of those six were SEC West champions. Only, like, I mean, wh who is it? Only Ohio State and Florida State have broken up that SEC streak. I mean, without those, you're talking about – 15 or 16 consecutive national Yeah, champions. and if Ohio State wasn't three deep in starting quarterbacks that one year, oh, Cardale oh, Jones. Oh, it's obscene. It's obscene. Is there anybody who recruits better talent at quarterback than Urban Meyer ever? Ever. I don't think ever. it's – I mean, when you go back to who we had at Florida, we yep. had Tebow and Cam. Cam. And, all, and you know, also started – what's his name? During Driscoll. the championship. And he had Driscoll. Uh, who is some, who somehow played in the NFL? I was a big Driscoll. I mean, oh, I grew Jeff, up in Florida. Baby. Yeah, I grew up in Florida. I was a big Gator fan. I hate Florida State. He was I hate a Miami. Huge recruit. But, I remember, he was very high, very yes. highly rated. But yeah, no. As a as a Florida fan, and really, you know, looking back in my history, I didn't start watching sports. I, I, I played sports when I was younger, but I didn't start watching sports until the uh, the first championship run in 2006 for the Gators. Um, and, you know, they lost it, and I was like, well, Tim Tebow's a freaking god. Look at him play. Yeah. And um, – I got to talk to God so much. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good SNL skit about that. But um, that was that was when I really started watching football. And I remember I was, I was absolutely heartbroken. I was crying with the guys on the sidelines in 2009 um, when they lost the SEC championship to Alabama. I mean <laughs> – it's funny how things go because I ended up going to Alabama. Um, yeah. So roll tide and can't beat them, join them. You know? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> and you know, this weekend seeing my two teams go head to head again in Atlanta um, is it, it's always it's always nerve wracking for me because you know you want to see them both do good, and I think especially this year when both of them had national championship aspirations. And we'll, let's talk about that LSU game. Oh, dear God. Oh, the, the, the one last week. Where the we shoe game. The shoe yeah, game. 
The shoe oh, game. The it, shoe it, it, will oh, for, it will man. forever be the shoe game. My poor oh. Facebook feed. <laughs> man. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, did y'all could, see where they 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 how uh, could edited you? on and George Bush? How could shoe? you? Yeah, yeah dummy. He woke up the next day and you he said, "You know dumb. what? I don't know why, but this morning I thought I was waking up and thinking about Christmas, and I was just thinking about a pair of shoes." <laughs> <laughs> did but, you see the meme with with uh, I think it was Ogeron, Yeah, Ogeron in bed with the cleat. Just <laughs> like laying there, like I presume naked. It was only, you only like, like you Jim see McElwain the face, the but I mean he's I laying in bed with his shoe. Like. It was hilarious. Let me see if I can. But that I mean, yeah, that, that obviously ruined Florida's season. Now you're just looking at A and M from the SEC. But you know, I, I, honestly, even though they might be better than whoever than than Ohio State, even if that is possible, like I still don't. I, I I need to see somebody else other than A and M. Like if it's Ohio State, that's cool. Uh, I think uh, the team that actually was in the sixth spot is now Iowa State. Is that correct? It's either Iowa State or Cincinnati. Baby, so it's like, but they're both God. Like I don't want to see that either. Oh, like that's gonna suck too. Like Alabama would smoke. Let, let's be honest. Alabama would smoke Texas A and M again, and they would crush Iowa State. You know a la Michigan State three or four years ago when they beat him, what, 38 to nothing and Derrick Henry almost ended somebody's life. Yeah. Like, I mean, That's a different man, all right? He is he's crushing the NFL right good now, too. God. That is, there, he is one of a kind, one of a generation. Hey, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm I'm very happy with this man. Yeah. Derrick Henry has just been a pleasure to watch. A lot of Alabama players have been a pleasure yeah. to watch in, the, in recent years. <sighs> this new this new Jalen Hurts Eagles team, I'm excited to watch them. Uh, Tua has been having a blast down in Miami. Uh, yeah, Tua's Josh got Jacobs. a really good coach. Tua does I have think a really set good up in that culture, he fell into a really good spot with the Dolphins. Something. He's turning that program around. And it, and it happens almost right at the end of Belichick's tenure, I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know how much longer he can hold on out there. I mean, it's got to be frustrating. Don't him and Kraft have problems, too? I think I there think, is some tension yeah. there because Brady was his boy, right? Uh-huh. Brady and, and the owner, they were like buds. Yep. Like, And when... Uh, Kraft uh, divorced his wife. Yeah. He was hanging out with Brady all the time because he was always bringing the honeys through. <laughs> the honeys for the, the for, the, for the old billionaires. So, I mean, yeah. That, yeah I've, I, between him and Belichick, I, I just don't see that lasting too much longer because, I mean, it's over the over this year, right? I mean, with Cam, like, there's, there's no way that they're coming I back think, from that. Honestly, I think he's their chemistry is not bad. Like, it's not bad. But like Cam it's not. is Cam is taking it. He's yeah, yes sir, and everything. He's respecting every play call he makes. And if and if and Belichick will will straight up understand that he is a stud athlete. So he'll look at him and be like, "Do you think?" You but can Cam's do this? on a rental contract. Do you think he's getting resigned? Um, they, no. And from what I've heard, the rumors are Carson Wentz is going there. I have Hell heard that no. rumor too. Okay, the Patriots. Patriots? Yes. yes, please. Yes, I heard the opposite. I heard the Eagles were were. Definitely going to keep him next year. Like they I swear, should. I saw that on the bottom line. I mean, um, it, it all just—who really knows, though? I mean, this is all speculation. At the it, end it, of the right, day. exactly. Like you it's, never know. Like I mean, it, with the with the Auburn coaching thing. Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to deny. You know, go back to you know, Lane Kiffin said the thing, said the same thing Nick Saban said when he was with the Dolphins, and he said, I'm not going to be the coach of Alabama next year. <laughs> <laughs> Look what the fuck happened. So, I mean, it's crazy. 
Well, everybody's always saying when Nick Saban goes that Dabo Sweeney is going to make a comeback, and I don't think – I think it's going to be the architect, man. Like, I, I used to agree with that, and then Dabo went ahead and won, what, two or th- three? Two? He's won two. Okay, so, yeah, he went ahead and won two and – Been in four. Basically started his own dynasty, and so I don't think he's leaving Started there. one of the – I think he started the first you, playoff rivalry. Why would you want to cut your dynasty yeah. right when the fire is, like, you know, still hot? That's what I'm saying is I don't think he would leave. Oh. No, I don't. There's yeah, yeah. there's not a bone in my body that thinks he would leave Clemson. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Star, uh, Sarkatek, man. Steve Sarkeesian something else. I mean, so he's the, the see, he's the coach in waiting. Yes, that's what the game was for when uh, Nick Saban got sick and you couldn't call the game. I said that last week. I stand by that. That's true. Yeah, I, there there's definitely some smoke in the air about it. Well, I'm, uh, that was the Auburn game, was it not? But, yeah, that was yeah, the, the Iron Bowl. That's what I'm saying. What a better stage to set for Sarkeesian to come in and put his dick on the table against this <laughs> shitty Auburn team. <laughs> he's just offensive powerhouse destroyed. And Mac Jones, Heisman. Heisman. Watch. Mac Jones. I called it from the beginning. Did I not, my mind. I called it from the yes, beginning of the yes, season. Yes, yes, yes. There's so game. much momentum for Devontae now. Yes. Ah. He's got to quit throwing to him. He's got to throw his Heisman away. Fucking fucking co-workers say Devontae Smith was not the best receiver on our team. No. I mean, the the SEC championship to me is going to be the Heisman elimination game, right? Because I think the Heisman trophy presentation is uh, further down the road. It may be even in between the two playoff games. Somewhere in between there, maybe not. But definitely, I mean, uh, it's in January. Kyle Trask so, already lost. I think the Alabama. SEC championship, like whoever has like the biggest game, whether it's Najee or Mac I'm or Devonte or no Kyle Trask. No, Trask has already lost it. He yeah, threw two picks. If he beats Al- Alabama, he's right true. back in that as thing, baby boy. Anybody that beats if Alabama he wins the has, has at least a He's reference. right back in it, baby boy. You already know that. Okay. I don't know, but if you lose to a team that got obliterated by what is known as the best team in the nation. I yeah, that that going back to that LSU game. So it's it was almost just, unforgivable. It was terrible all around. Um you look, you know, for some reason Mullen decided that he was gonna he was gonna sit Pitts, who's the best tight end in the entirety of college was football. Was he, uh, he was injured a couple of weeks ago. I think and it, he came back. I thought he was okay. Then it might have been a covered risk factor. Would you look that up? What, what, uh, why yeah. Why was that? why was Kyle Pitts out uh, for the LSU game? Florida LSU. Um, so even even if Time it is massive, that is definitely massive. Even if he's the mismatch against anyone. Yeah. Even <laughs> if Pitts is out for a legitimate reason, and and Mullen didn't just sit him in his infinite wisdom, you also have you know Trask making poor decision making turning two over on interceptions and one over on a fumble. And I think that was in, within like seven minutes of game time they had those three those three turnovers. It was right there in the third and the fourth. They mm-hmm. The second half, that's when they fucking turned, man. Defense. Uh, basically, he was out due to lingering injuries from what I can tell. Yeah, okay, the coach so didn't want to risk him for that. So he probably. was injured. Yeah. He played, probably got a little more, got a little more injured, injured. And then. Yeah, they definitely quarter zoned him up and were like, you're good. Yeah, and, and, and at that point, Mullen is probably good. playing the, the game of, you know, do I save him? You know, we were probably going to beat LSU. He's like, yeah, Alabama did it. We're like, probably going to beat LSU. I'm looking forward to Bama. I'm thinking big picture, maybe maybe a playoff spot. Yeah. But now it's like, how does that even happen? 
uh, even with a, an, an Alabama upset somehow. I, don't, I still don't I think, think that's Florida, Florida could out. get in. Florida's I think done. that's a scholarship revoked. Like, if that dude has a scholarship, I think they could revoke it. Could they not? Yeah. Who, Marco Wilson? You can't lose two games this year. No, no. Like the, uh, all these short seasons, not gonna make it. you can't yeah, lose yeah, two yeah. games. Marco yeah. Wilson, he was one of our defensive backs. He's a senior. He's supposed to be a team leader. He's he's supposed to be, you know, the guy. He's definitely lost. Like, his draft just went. Oh, oh, for sure. And any respect that any of us Florida fans had for him is gone now, too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he wasn't the only one making poor decisions. You look at – you look at. Yeah, it's what, not a one-man thing. That's what they always taught us. No, I, no, I'm no. bad to go. 100%. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That penalty was terrible. But then you look a couple of seconds later, LSU's marching down the field, um, and Dan Mullen calls a timeout for their field goal kicker. Like, he had 21 seconds on the clock. LSU has no timeouts. And they're rushing to get the kicker out on the field. And that puts all sorts of pressure on that kicker. And Dan Mullen calls the timeout just in case it goes through. He wants to have time to respond. He gave them the time to kick that field goal. And I think that there's a decent possibility if he doesn't call that timeout, it doesn't go through and we go to overtime. That or you get a false start because they're so jumpy because they're rushing. Anything could have happened right there. So... When Dan Mullen is your coach, it always seems like you have this trade-off, right? You get these great play calls, but then you get his dick personality. You get his weird antics on the sideline. You get coaching errors like you just mentioned. It's so... Weird, it's too emotional. Because you deal, yeah, you get, you it's deal just, with this guy who just is like you. You don't know what you're gonna get from him game to game. Yeah, it's like it's, he thinks it's his personal chess move that'll set him different. And it ends up biting him in his ass later on. Well, there's a difference between like a calculated risk and a gamble, yeah. and he gambles a lot. Yeah, well, especially with a team that he gambles a lot against better teams, and it just has not paid off. Because oh, I mean, yeah. you go and you LSU look at was a better team this year. <laughs> In the SEC, no, you just have year. to man up and be the better team. Yes, period. You, just you have don't to win. You, you don't out. trip. You know, stumble and fall into the SEC championship nope. and win that thing. Like it, you don't. And you as, long, as, long as long as you're unless not, you're Missouri, yeah. As long as you're Missouri. not Vanderbilt or Missouri, you might. anything can happen. <laughs> anything can happen week to week. Like it don't matter if you're ranked or unranked. Anything can happen week to week in SEC. At conference. Let's also not forget that uh, Auburn threw Missouri into a golf cart. Like, what? Do you remember that game? It was a SEC championship, I believe. Actually, uh, I mean, they we beat had a, them there was heavily. A, yeah, there was a huge. Yeah, there was a huge play uh, like where one of our guys tackled a guy and he slid all the way into a golf cart. That's hilarious. It was. It was funny. That was the first year that Missouri uh, moved into the SEC, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So Mizzou went two out of the first three years they were in the league. And have done absolutely nothing since. Yep. Because nobody wants to go to Missouri. Well, I mean, they had some political things that didn't help with that either. That's real. Like Missouri is not. It's not a destination school. Like it's why Notre Dame has struggled to get yep. back to the top for as long as they have. Like kids don't want to go to the middle to the Midwest and freeze their ass off for five six months out of the year. 
that 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 is and, and be so far away from the beach and any yep. kind of like spring break opportunities you know short of lake michigan i mean i mean it, which is know, cold I'll, as shit year and round I'll, and i mean i don't blame them i'd be thinking the same thing well, I really would. well, I mean, that's the reason, I mean, and I'm not sucking my own dick here, but I did get an offer from the University of Ohio, the Bobcats. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was right then and there. I was like, no, it's too cold. I don't want to play there. It was my only my only D1 offer. And I was yeah. like, man, yeah. maybe I don't love this sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a kid uh, who, uh, uh, on, the, on a t- one of the teams I broadcast for, he committed to uh, Eastern Michigan. And I was yeah. instantly like, Oh my God, man! Like, are you are you gonna be okay? Like, you know, it's you know, you're gonna freeze for like five months straight. <laughs> well, like, I, I went to high school with a kid who uh, played wideout at Indiana, and, and got, this is when Indiana. You got sucked. chains on the tires, man! Chains on the tires. Um, I can't even relate to that. <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> I uh, I toured two schools up north when I was when I was looking at where I was gonna go. I looked at. Purdue and uh, OU, actually. So we, we had oh, that me? in common. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ohio, Ohio, I know. Ohio. <laughs> Just um, your chain, bro. Nah, I got you. <laughs> um, it, you know, it, if you ever get the chance to go up to Athens, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's a party school like no other. Um, I, I, if they had offered me more scholarship money, I probably would have gone there. Not going to lie. Um, Purdue, though, was that, that that was the problem I had with it. It was it was in the middle of buttfuck Indiana, and the closest city is Chicago, and it's cold as shit. Uh, we were there all the time. We were there in August, and we were freezing. And if you're not a quarterback, I was there in the March NFL. in Chicago, so and it, I mean, deathly cold with yeah. the wind. I mean, that wind will it cut it will cut right through you. Yeah. But I, I just, you know, at least Ohio was pretty, but Purdue, all there is around is just corn. There's, there's nothing to look at. <laughs> it's just corn. corn. I'm going to start calling them the children of the corn. <laughs> That's what Iowa is. Um, now, they have a fantastic engineering program, which is what I went to school for. And part of me regrets not going there because of that. What's up but, with engineering schools and the colored gold? Yeah, UAA's got pretty cool. UCF. That's exactly what I was going to Georgia Tech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, my fraternity is colonizing UCF again. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to looking forward Almost, to that. UCF was one of the only other to- schools I toured. Dude, it's it's. I, I wanted to go do game design. Don't and then they, they have were a like, lazy "It's this pool much math." Around like, campus, a, a lazy, lazy river. Yeah. No, no, that's LSU. I could have swear it was like, man. But that's still pretty awesome. Yeah, I guess I would take it. I, you know, I, I grew up down there. I, I I have a loathing for UCF. My mother went to UCF, and then they they pulled that national championship shit in twenty seventeen. <laughs> you can't respect like, them anymore. Yeah, just just shut up, dude. Just, now, yeah, now they're that that just pissy little cousin that comes to everything. Like, oh god, not Jake. <laughs> So, so did, is your decision in choosing your A the fact that our we have a winning record, or yeah, that was part of it. Um, the the closest thing that I had, well, I uh, I applied to the Naval Academy. I was I was fully expecting to get into the Naval Academy, go to the Naval Academy, go to the fleet, die by twenty four, and be done with it. And when I I didn't get all the responsibility in the world. I um, 
I, I decided that I was going to go to a big state school and party. <laughs> I can respect so, that. So I, I, I was on both ends of the spectrum there. And University of Alabama, God bless them, they, they, gave, me, they gave me full tuition just because of academics. And I, um, I ended up here. And while, you know, looking back, and there are some things that I know now that would change my decision, um, I, I cannot say that I would have gone back, gone to Alabama, knowing what I know now, partially because I actually visited Auburn. Um, <laughs> but uh, Auburn's got a pretty campus. Auburn, uh, Auburn's got a pretty campus. Um, they have mm, mm, cover your ears, women. Uh, they have beautiful women. Um, they have a absolutely some of the nicest people in the world. Um, Facts. Yeah, the, the, the Alabama student. An Auburn fan stole my wallet after the Iron Bowl. Got me drunk and stole my wallet. Yeah, well, maybe y'all should quit beating the shit out of us. Uh, you're, I mean, <laughs> you are Maybe we wouldn't be so fan. fucking aggressive. I mean, if, they're gonna, if they get a chance, was, they're going to get you. Like it was a smart system. Or have a topic right, to, to, uh, show, him and his buddy walked in, and right, now and they both had a, like a handle of Jack. Or visit soulspeak.tv for more exciting content. Uh, to, this podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So he's sitting there taking his shot as long as he can. I'm sitting there doing as long as I can. And we get down to the very like last. So it's a chug. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're, Jack, you're seeing who can. Because you said Jack Race, and I'm like, okay, is that like shots lined up? Is that, okay. Well, so there was no chugging. shot glasses because like we were in somebody's apartment pre-gaming or post-gaming at that point because <laughs> uh, we hit Taco Mama first. So I had it's all just this gaming at that, And I had a picture, a picture game day. at Taco Mama. Game day, baby. And, game day uh, gaming. And then, so we get down to like the Liquor last fifth beer. of the bottle. And uh, he taps out, gets drunk, or says he was drunk at that point because he ended up having a crazy fucking night. Ended up in the hospital. Oh. Um, I somehow ended up in my bed. We'll get to that. Um, I didn't. My, my experience with Jack. But uh, he gave me the rest of the fucking bottle, and I downed it. And at that point, blacked out. Woke up, uh, woke up didn't have my phone. I was in my bed, which is on the seventh floor, fourth floor of my dorm. I think I always said the seventh. It's the fourth floor of my dorm. Uh, and my bed was like jumped up to the top to where it's almost to the ceiling and I was and I was like in my underwear and once I once I came to woke up figured out all the details my phone was at the apartment my wallet was not I checked my bank account and it was used at the bar but I only had a dollar 69 so he he only got to use a dollar 69 but they ended up <laughs> Like what can you buy for one sixty nine? Yeah, there's a bag he, of chips he, on GoPro. A natty light, off, like, an order one. Hey, Harry's Bar, fifty cent natties on Thursday. Shout the out. Way I look, the way wow. I look at it, I went in value. I took his like fifty dollar handle of Jack, and he took my wallet, which only had a dollar sixty nine, and the most I had to spend was to get the ID back. He he he, he should have thrown down the ID. I didn't care if he took everything. Well, if you're gonna get your shit stolen by a thief, it. You know, it was fortunate that you got a dumb thief. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a what a moron! Didn't have any cash in my wallet, <laughs> that's for sure. And I puked all over the person's like apartment uh, patio. Ooh. Like, the, oh, yeah, I gotta tell you how I ended up in my bed. Like, apparently, the, my friend who I was with called an Uber, threw me in the Uber by myself. I'm <laughs> unconscious, at, well, not consciousable at this point. Get to my dormitory, and you got to have a key code to get my in. Dormitory. I don't have my wallet that has my key code, and I it, I don't have it on my phone at this point, and I somehow end up in my room. Dude, it's whack. I'm, I'll keep it short and simple. My experience with Jack, 
drank a lot of it way too fast. Basically, I pissed myself in this girl's bathroom and ended up falling asleep in her bed. Yeah. It was... Yeah, alone. The Huntsville story. Yes. Whiskey. Very much so. Whiskey will send you into the ground, Dude, man. I woke like, up one naked. one of those liquors, man. Like, it will bury you like I didn't, that nothing and, happened. like, tequila. <laughs> bury you. Like. Actually, the first thing I asked when I saw her, all I had was my t-shirt. I was like a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. Like, just my balls hanging out under a t-shirt. <laughs> and I was like, I woke up naked, did we? And she goes... No, there is a picture, there is a <laughs> picture like, yeah, out fair. there of Tyler's bare ass laying on the bathroom floor, laying on the bathroom and floor, and then laying in the bed, yep. this girl's bed, and she's not even she didn't even sleep in it. She lay on the ground. I don't, I don't even talk to her anymore. But every year she still sends me that picture, <laughs> like uh, Jim McElwain with the shark. <laughs> Wait, what's the shark? You've never seen that picture of Jim McElwain fucking the shark? No. Well, I mean, I don't think it's actually Jim McElwain, but it looks a hell of a lot like him. <laughs> he probably caught some flax for that one. <laughs> let me see. We, let me see if I can find the picture. We we definitely taking a tangent off. Man, of wait, wait, talk. man. You're I actually, de- you definitely sound like you're ready for right, de- Jim McElwain to be fucking. We've, <laughs> we've only like, been on football for sure. We de- we got to expand it over to like some basketball or UFC. Or boxing. I mean, we see Jake Paul out here fucking. He got a, a like an official fight date with Floyd Mayweather. How do you? Logan Paul is fighting Mayweather. Oh, it's Jake Logan? Paul wants to fight McGregor. Oh, okay, that's why I was confused because I could have swore I read Jake and I was like, how you I did the same to- thing. I had to go. I looked up Mayweather and I was like, oh, it's Logan. Because I was like, how are you going to challenge? Oh my. Oh my god. god. <laughs> like, is Nate Robinson friends with Money Mayweather? Like, is May is that why Mayweather's coming after him? Like, I don't know. But, I will say, I, mean, I don't dude, get, like Mayweather. The only like, you don't that's play real, with Mayweather, that's man. That's some real heat, bro. They're like, the only thing I can he think He made, of. what's his name? Uh, Colin, uh, old buddy from Ireland. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. He made him look foolish. I mean, yeah. I don't know. In the first few rounds, because the, the way, like, from from what I've been hearing, uh, the way um, Floyd Mayweather's boxing style, uh, style is, which is not really appreciated by the common fan because it seems dancey and flashy. It's defensive. It, it keeps him yeah. from getting hit. Yeah. My, and he learns how someone plays, how they swing. Yep. And he didn't expect Conor McGregor to come out fucking swinging. Like, that man was hitting left right. hooks and My, right hooks, and he had a sick uppercut that could have knocked him out in the second. But I think Mayweather's wasting his fucking time. I You're mean, fifty and zero as a professional boxer. Why come fight this YouTuber? Right, like it's Why? like what, like what do you have to gain? Yeah, from a lot like, more money. If Mayweather but, but wins, people are gonna go exactly. Yeah. I think he is addicted to name? the money, Floyd and money I mean, Mayweather. and that's his brand. He kind of yeah, stay on brand. Mayweather, and true. if he's not a fighter, then what the fuck is he? And you know what's funny? He's fought the most fights, won the most fights, has the longest record. And it's taken the least amount of hits than any great professional bosser. Is that because of his his, his dancey stance? Mm-hmm. He's the smartest fighter considered. Smarter, in, not in harder. It's longevity. In the history of boxing. I know. Smart and Floyd Mayweather. It's like, it's a, he's boxing. like a Jerry Rice boxer, basically. He's right, just right, lasting right. forever. That's what you got to do when you grow up in a situation like mm-hmm. he did. What, what do y'all think about Mike Tyson getting... You know, he he would have destroyed him if it wasn't charity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is nobody oh, asking oh, yeah, if I'm oh, all right? They, they definitely cut it short. Yeah, they definitely cut it short and protected. And him. he was tired. He was hugging him the whole time. Oh, he couldn't keep oh, for up. Sure, for sure. And Roy now it's like now all I can think about after I saw that is him and Evander Holyfield really duking it out. And we finally get that get rematch from yep. the ear biting episode all those years ago. 
Because you know Evander wants to knock him the fuck out. True. Mike looked really good, so I think that could Mike be looked so good. Fight. He looked like he was 25. Yeah. He's These trained guys to come are 50 not- plus, and we could still see an incredible fight from Did them. you see his form? I mean, just like his yeah. body like, was yeah. incredible. I mean, he, I saw a side-by-side of him like the night of his debut and him the night before the 95 Roy Jones. And I mean, his it was incredible. He had no body fat. He, I mean, completely turned, changed his body the style. Around. The boxing world is pushing hard for the old guys to come back out because the new guys just aren't cutting it. They're not getting the ratings. Exactly. Yeah, like, the, that's exactly no what it big is. Big names emerging. And no. UFC is taking the forefront of it, and I think now that's why. Like, they, I could be wrong about this. Snoop Dogg just created a boxing. League. Yes, he wait, did. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Yeah. What? What about Deontay Wilder? I mean, he's he's a young well, kid. He got he got beat. Um, I think last quit year, once they get a year and a half ago. Now he's been trying to get that rematch because he beat the guy the first time. He beat that same guy the first time, and so like everybody wants to see the rubber match now. Who gets yeah. who gets the third one? But it's the shine is off because Anthony Joshua got beat. Then I guess he got the crown back somehow. Uh, so the whole the heavyweight division is in, is in shambles, and so that's why you see Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson you, getting the hype. Like, did you not people want to at least did you see, see that. the Tyson Fury and um, uh, what you just said, Deontay Wilder fight? Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, yeah. Wilder lost. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, so so it's like. You know the the shine is off that between that and jo- like I said Joshua losing the heavyweight division is scrambling. So like, why do y'all think though? Because every other, pretty much every other major sport in the world, kids just keep getting better. Like I go look at high school mixtapes and these kids are doing dunks that pros can't do. I don't know. You know what you boxer at, right now could take on Mike Tyson? But I mean, yeah. I, you know, the, boxing doesn't get the best athletes anymore. Boxing is nowhere near as big as it used to be. The football. UFC took that's a true. lot of shine off of it, football. and overall, it's just not a big if you got yeah, hit, yeah. You're, you're thing a receiver, anymore. You know? Well, no, no. Think think back to high school. I mean, you know, nobody promotes fighting. Does who nobody, wants to pay a hundred dollars yeah. for a fight when you can when your homeboy gets it streamed on Facebook for free? True. Like, yeah. like this is this isn't the era for pay per view boxing no. anymore. No, boxing has to evolve. Or find their next star. Yeah, it's got to turn into like some Hunger Games street fighting type yeah. shit. Ideally, they need to do George those things Foreman at the same time. Won the heavyweight title when he was like fifty-one. Excellent grills. If he can do it, Mike Tyson can do it. When I they, say you throw Mike Tyson in there with the reigning champ right now. If you're not going to have him fight Holyfield, then throw him in there right now because let him nothing fight. else is going to bring excitement to the heavyweight Dude, division. Just imagine you put you put Tyson up against some young buck and Tyson gets one of his famous like 10 second just whammo blamos. Well, imagine the the papers, the fucking oh, media. Oh, it, it would explode. like if Tyson and KO'd then, this 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 young buck in the first yeah. round, they're like 50-year-old Tyson. That's but then you got to think about it. How much would the ratings be even more destroyed once he's gone? That's the problem. And that therein lies, you know, that's your impasse. Well, you just hope that you get something else a Zion it's Williams. A, it's a band-aid. Yeah, exactly. Who can be your possible transformative talent from the old guard. At that point, the boxing league is going to go out and like start buying players to come into the league. Like, hey, man, come on. Like, like I'll pay you much to double your football salary. And that's what Snoop Dogg's going to try to do. He might have the money and the capital to do so to pull in good athletes into his yeah. boxing. I'm, no, I'm it's going to be like Ice that. Cube's basketball league, which, the, which is the, successful. It's been, it has been successful, but it's not 
near the same par. And they don't have, not and they're not able to have the longevity. You're but only I able agree. to have like, you know, a couple of months of a season. It's a band aid. I mean, I worked a, a, a big three game when I they came to cool. Birmingham. And so like, uh, but they got to play like four matches in one night. Yep. And then they just tour around and do the same kind of format. Yep. Once they make more and money, that, I think that could change because you got to could, about it. but interest has to go up. I don't know. No, because it's such a niche community. Exactly. Like, because here's the thing: to watch an, a spin-off sport like that, like you have to be really, really into the primary exactly. sport, anyways. You gotta love like NBA like the, the, basketball. The common football fan is not gonna go watch seven on sevens. They're not gonna go watch an OTA. Yeah, because that's they're, just old heads playing at that. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. old heads. It's old heads and young kids and, that didn't quite make it. Right, and they and those guys have like an opportunity to shine because they're playing older guys, hey, like a uh, PJ. Wow, the quarterback that so came from the XFL. I can't remember. Oh, uh, PJ I know, Walker. I know what you mean. Isn't that it? Well, that's the but same yeah. reason that arena arena failed. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then the Canadian Football League was also kind of like a farming league. The CFL is basically they, that's what the NFL needs to do is I mean the MLB make them a farming league, make them a G league like the NBA and MLB, uh, MLB NHL has one, I believe. The NHL has has a really good farm system. Um, it's kind of based uh, like the MLB system, mm-hmm. which is which is really cool. I've gotten um, a couple chances to work with a double, couple different teams uh, in the Southern League, which yeah. is MLB Double A. Uh, so I've gotten to work with the Biscuits, who are out of Montgomery. They're the the Tampa Bay Rays affiliate, <laughs> and the uh, the new the brand new haven't thrown a pitch yet. Uh, Rocket City Trash Pandas, nice in Madison, Alabama. Um, and what a place to put that. Yeah, their first season got canceled with the COVID, man. That everybody sucks. was everybody was looking forward to it because I mean they sold a ton of merch. Wow. They Still sold are. that trash that. panda merch, son. To the point where it was like Advertise it. thirty dollars yeah. for a hat, and I was like, "Wow, I don't like your trash panda hat that much, man." Like, <laughs> like, I'll go to Lids and like find me something else. Hey, my first baseball game was a Tulsa Drillers game. No kidding. Yeah, I, I've, I've that is one of the uh, I, I've seen. You know, I've been to four minor league stadiums. That's one of them. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was like, oh, I think it's a really good like budget way to get that baseball experience. It is. Without having to be that old guy in a high school stadium. Yeah, yeah. I see that. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's a good experience because it is it is a professional yes. experience. They take pride in delivering a good product, unlike a high school. Yes, and these um, players are playing those players these are yes. these are some the hungry MLB. fucking guys out here they're trying to they're trying yes. to show everything they got and make uh-huh. it to the show Didn't every Aaron, night yep. did Aaron Judge come from the farm league everybody everyone who's ever played in the MLB has come from the farm league yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. I, I think the the fat if I check this but the fastest person ever to come up was Mike Trout and he only spent two years in the farm leagues yeah like the, that system is perfect I mean, the G League mm-hmm. is getting there. I mean, the G got- League's working on it. They got some stuff to do. They still yeah. have some pretty amateur-looking production value. But and I'm excited for the new team to come to Birmingham next yes, year. Yes, the Pelicans feeder Bear- team. Yeah, and yes. right now they're actually doing a thing where like they're taking fan submissions for the names. So, like, what would y'all want to want the name of the new team to be? Is this basketball? Yeah, this is the G League team that's going to be. I think playing the they're going to play at cool. the B. Yeah, they're going to play the BJCC. Vulcans, Vulcans would be good. Is would be what cool. I. Ha- I, I like thought Iron Man. So apparently there has been a team um, called the Vulcans, but I mean you could we easily could bring it back. I mean, not a lot of people uh, know that uh, league was it not the Steel? That was the AAF affiliate. Oh, okay, so no. we were Birmingham Iron. Yeah, the Birmingham Iron oh, no, no, was the AA. 
Double AF affiliate. Sorry, yeah. I got that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So we could we could be called the Iron Man team, uh, like what would be so it's in Birmingham. There well, was like a minor league Iron basketball Man. team that was called the Iron Man like seven eight years ago. I remember when they were trying to get something going because I was trying to broadcast for them if they actually became legitimate, yeah. but it never worked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, basketball is one of the things that I think you could totally you could make a league, and if it explodes right, you're there. Here well, in like Stone. Birmingham yeah. supports sports no matter what. Yes. When when the Barons moved to that new stadium, they they sold attendance records year after year after year after year. They brought more people to the ballpark. Magic and City, and at the at a certain point, man, like it ain't really about like the quality of the sport that you're watching. People want to go out just to go out. It's the spirit. People want to drink. Yeah. People want to like. You know, be entertained. It's a no lie. The city breathes. It, That's why sports are so cool. Yeah, yeah. It has such a culture and a personality to a place. Yeah. yeah. You go to Atlanta. To me, I'm thinking, you know, Hawks and Falcons, Braves. Every yeah. every city you go to, you're like, oh, I know this because they're yeah. brings the family together. I mean, it's so cool. While we're on the subject of Atlanta and and Birmingham needing teams, um, you know, total respect for Winnipeg and everything. But the Thrashers really belong back in the South. I know they didn't draw on Atlanta, but I would love to see an NHL franchise come to Birmingham because I think it could do really well. Yeah, because if Birmingham you, would embrace yes. a hockey team. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, if like, you live if you live in the Deep South, your options are the Lightning, the Panthers. God forbid, I'm a Lightning fan, um, or the Predators. And yeah. and that's that's a very spread out market. I mean, if you live in say New Orleans or uh, Hattiesburg, where I just was last week, um, you know you don't want to spend six hours on the road going to Nashville to watch a game. No. Nope. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that this would be the perfect solution for those people, but if you live in Alabama or Atlanta, it's a, it's what a two hour drive. Yeah. yeah, to to Birmingham, it's I, not. I a know bad. a lot of people that have that adopted the Preds as their team. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, how many Atlanta Braves fans are there in Alabama? Almost exclusively, yep. Braves fans in Alabama. Alabama is just looking for somebody to latch onto this. This, uh, you know, the narrative that pro sports can't flourish in Alabama because of the Iron Bowl rivalry and the emphasis College placed on that. Ball, that yeah. That's BS, man. That's Hell BS. Garbage, every t- every Southern team wants sports, this team period. to root for. Yeah. If you go to the ratings, the ratings in Birmingham, regardless of sport, are, the, are some of the highest in the country. Yeah, regardless of the fact that I think Birmingham is, I think, the 40th biggest market in the United States, they're top 10 in sports ratings all the time. Oh yeah, the they're uh, watching sports, man. We love our sports, and it's the, not uh, just football. We love sports. Well, period. yeah, I mean, and the, granted, this is a football it. example, but the AAF proved that. Yes, the Birmingham Iron, Iron, right? Yes, yeah, yes. the Birmingham Iron I, proved that we had, I believe, the highest attendance in the entire league. If not, it might have been second to Orlando, but and that's just because you know Steve Spurrier <laughs> and everybody down there yeah. loves him, but um. Uh, it's oh. it is a, a damn shame that if I want to watch professional level sports, I have to go to Atlanta. Well, see about the baseball uh, portion of it. I, I felt like 
uh, being a Braves fan was too mainstream for an Alabamian, so I decided <laughs> to be a Yankees fan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is the most ironic sentence I've ever heard out loud. Um, the only Alabamian never say he's a fan of Yankees. Yeah. Sure. Dude, I like. I used to love fucking playing with A Rod and. Uh, Ah, so I Jeter just played too much of the show is what I heard. Because no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's when you were able to like hit the catcher. When I saw that advertisement, I was like, this is where baseball looks fun. And I, <laughs> yeah, I got it. Um, you know, uh, baseball rumors, I've got, uh, you know, MLB is, is in preliminary talks for putting two expansion teams, going to 32 teams, 16 in each league. Um, which would you know even out their scheduling really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've heard rumors about Charlotte and one other city, um, and I know that Nashville is making a really big push to be that other city. Um, so the three moves that I expect to see from the MLB in the next five years is expansion teams in Charlotte and Nashville and then Tampa losing their team to Montreal. Well, how do we how do we feel about the Cleveland Indians change? Well, sorry, can't call them the Indians. On, they're still technically the Indians. They, they just announced the that they're changing right their name. Well, also uh, going on expansions, the NBA is looking to expand uh, with two more teams here in the next coming years. Like I, as far as the Cleveland Indians story goes, I just want to know the real truth behind these franchises naming these teams Indians, Braves, Seminoles, Blackhawks. Yeah, like what what's the story behind it? And were the tribes at the time cool with it? Yeah. Like so, le- that's all I care about. Like and it, but I can never get a straight answer. The, the people so got their different as, stories and different facts. As a Cleveland fan, um and as someone from Florida, I can answer two of those. First of all, Florida State um, was sued by the ACLU or or some organization like that and said, hey, you're taking advantage of the tribe. You need to drop the name. And the tribe came out and explicitly said, no, they pay for licensing. We're cool with it. Leave them alone. Yeah. So Florida State. Is, is completely in the clear. They can keep that name because it is in cooperation with the Seminole tribe of Florida. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I'm, I'm also a big stickler for tradition, so really I don't have a problem with any of these names personally, but I can understand why people do. Well, yeah, like see, the, the Redskins... The Redskins. Not, I, I, get, I get Redskins. That's well, more also, than these others. The question yeah. is, to me, though, it boils down to the owner made the argument, that same argument, and it got denied. Because um, well, well, he, he came out and said the same claim. They were like, well, these guys said they wanted to keep it. Yeah, but the difference is the Seminoles is a tribe name and the and Redskins I, that, is a I slur. Totally, I totally agree. <laughs> that, no, I wasn't in, arguing Indians that. Indians isn't a slur either. I think that's okay, where it okay. got a tad too pitiful correct. Because how are you going to, like, most of the I'll arguments you could use against that, like you did for the Seminoles, is compensation. Paying the people who you were referring to. How are you going to refer to all Indians? What? Well, okay, okay, no, no, no. Let's go back to the origin of the Indian exactly. and Chief Wahoo. All right? So, um, <laughs> and uh, again, I'm a Cleveland fan. I, I grew up in Orlando, but when, when they still had their spring training down there, I was there for almost every game. It was, it was a fantastic experience. I loved the organization. I cried in 2016. Um, 
You be crying at all these games, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with that, man? She said football's hey, like Shakespeare. LSU and Al- during the LSU and Alabama game when it was only field goals. Oh, I cried. That was a oh, pick. That, that, was, that was a pick, man. Miserable. But anyway, Dude, um, Cleveland in the, I want to say, late 20s, early 30s, somewhere in there, had an outfielder who was a Native American. And he did such a fantastic job one season. And he was like team captain. And he did all this inspirational stuff. Um, You know, I I don't know the details of the story. I'm not that into the lore. But I remember they loved him so much. And he was such a good example for the team that they changed the name to the Indians in his honor. Um, And then Chief Wahoo just kind of showed up afterwards as something to... To represent the team. So I, I, I get why Chief Wahoo might have been offensive. Again, I'm a stickler for tradition. I don't think they should have gotten rid of him. Right. Yeah. It, but like, like, who says that player speaks for all Indians? Right. And you, and you yeah. find out like later on in life that a lot of these cartoon caricatures from the old days were really like, you know, racist yeah. in, in, in like, you know, root. You know, yes. base nature. Yep. And yeah. so like, you know, you, you don't want people to feel bad. You know, but like, I mean, I, I me personally, I grew up uh, playing baseball in Little League uh, in Huntsville, um, uh, near Huntsville in Meridianville, and we were the we were the Indians, and so I I grew up I loving. Okay, so we, we grew up, and I grew up loving that logo and and having a uh, an Indian's hat, and so I didn't, you know, when I found it, like people might not like it, I was just like, well. You know, dang! I didn't. I didn't know you even felt that way. Yeah. No, because until you find out, you don't know, yeah. right? Like, who knows? And that's one right. thing we talk about on here a lot. It's funny it comes back around. You know, we're a bunch of Southern white guys. There's a lot of shit the world teaches us pretty yeah, fucking man. quick. We we yeah, all man. we learn about in the South is tradition. Yeah, yeah. tradition matters. Look at Jax. All that commercials. <laughs> yeah. Dog, Jax is Southern fine dining. I don't care I mean, what you all say. SEC Jax is amazing. There's tradition. nothing else I'll stay right. up till five in the morning to I go mean, get. It was, it was born and bred in us at some extent, but man, it's some bread that makes me want to be reborn. I'll tell you that. What? Hey, we we <laughs> didn't have bread. We didn't have Jax back home. We don't have Jax in Florida. Yeah, well, Florida, Florida isn't really exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ding 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 ding. Not a true Southern state because half of half of the people who live in Florida are just retired people from other states. Yeah, we, they're we, from New York and Jersey and Michigan and all the cold states, basically. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, and we talked about this uh, early. Uh, I mean, even Tom Brady did whatever New England. Trump does. is moving to Florida. I think he is a citizen of Florida. He is what, what officially. Was the pla- what would you say no the one. favorite place you had visited was? Uh, Miami. Miami last year for oh, yeah, the way Super down there Bowl. In the south. I went. I was in Miami for about uh, eight days and. Uh, I wouldn't make that drive again. Uh, <laughs> I would not do that. I would. I would take a really cheap flight down there, man. I, I'd, take, I'd hop on one of them like super cheap planes. Like, I hope I don't die. But Miami was the most beautiful uh, place that I've been, and hopefully Tampa is is close to it next year. There's a lot more return. strip clubs in Tampa. Yeah. So Spirit Airlines told me I could fly for free if I flew. Yeah, there's a lot of strip clubs everywhere. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, no, I'm saying the rate. You go to Dora, Alabama. They got they got a strip joint up in there. <laughs> the, <laughs> my yeah. old head coach went, went to Dora. 
Go to Baltimore, you can find a lot of strip clubs. And then he got fired from Dora for hitting the kid in the helmet with a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What what coach was it that got fired for uh, telling the player, the tackler kid, and the kid he tackled got paralyzed? Oh, my God. That was in Lincoln. Yes, that's right. The Lincoln head coach told one of his football players to go tackle one of the other kids. And they were like, this is weight training. So they were in there just normal clothes. And he's turned around, hit some square dead center of the back, paralyzed. Paralyzed him from the waist down. Idiots. Idiot. Idiots. The coach told him to do it. The fucking coach. Yeah, man. Lost his job instantly. Told, told him to hit him in the back? Told him to tackle he him. Said, yeah, he just said, go tackle that yes, kid. Yes, and all of this is confirmed. There, there's probably articles of plenty about it. It was bad. I remember watching the video. It made me you sick know, to my stomach. It's crazy what happens you can in see high school, kid's man, snap. because I remember kids getting speared in high school. I remember yeah. kids getting tripped, and I remember kids doing crazy dumb shit because we grew up in the era of... Uh, jackass. Yeah. And everybody wanted to like do some crazy shit once they could record something. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, we had a kid jump down like a 30 something, some like flight of steps. I mean, I mean, seriously, like almost half a story jumped down the whole thing, broke three, like, not even like the toes, like the in between bones, uh, like between the toes and the ankles, like the metatarsals, metatarsals whatever the, yep. they're called. Yeah. Like, dog, broke like three or four of them things. <laughs> I mean, just for well, something stupid because his cousin dared him. Like, well, yeah. you remember that kid Rubik's, the kid that could do the Rubik's cubes really well? I don't remember his real name. He fell off the bench and we never saw him again. Yeah, yeah. He fell off the be- fell off a bench in the locker room, hit his head, seized out, never saw him again. Yeah, swear man. to God, I, I, I on everything I love. That was I never the saw that kid again. I, I totally just deleted that out of my fucking brain, dude. dude I remember yeah. trying to push it out for a while. I was fucking now freaky. it's I saw it. The image is now back in my fucking head. I did not want to describe that. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember the game? Yeah. Oh, I just lost the game. <laughs> See you next year. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Here's what we need to do. Let's just give it. What, what's everybody's couple favorite players just across sports? Seth, what? what, what? We got. Oh, we, we're over an hour now. Let's do a little something. Yeah. Uh, yeah a little activity. Uh, I mean, Michael Jordan. Respect. Growing up and watching him, nobody's really come close to him, like other than obviously LeBron. But LeBron is just physically like so perfect for the game of basketball. Yes, I totally period. Agree. I mean, to be six nine, two seventy, the majority of your career and built the way he is. You know exactly. Like you know, you know the. Uh, I bring up this this uh, uh, example a lot. Have you seen the? The, the picture of Leonardo da Vinci's perfect man. Yeah. Like the guy like like spread out, you know. And he's, uh-huh. he's got like, I think he's like 6'6", 250, you know, just, like the, just the ideal man. man. Like whatever Leonardo da Vinci envision, envisioned. LeBron is that guy, yeah. but he's like three inches taller <laughs> and like 15 pounds bigger. Probably and, kick his and ass. super ripped. You LeBron's know? He, just he would, built different, I guess. I mean, Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci's guy was like, you know, a super athletic Italian guy. Like, what would LeBron do to that guy? Like, he would destroy know, man, him. Because that Italian guy could probably <laughs> kick a mean soccer ball. That's why ball. watching Olympic basketball is the worst because nobody overseas is built like, like the best. No, oh, it's, yeah. well, you have like Australia and Spain. And, well, and, and that's why sometimes. I mean that's why we used to just play teams with just you know with college kids our, exactly yeah exactly and to an extent we still do but, we did, we were kind of gone back to it a little but bit like when, but you know when uh, Russia 
cheated us in the yes. 80s yep. that's when the united states started that's to when say, the dream team okay fuck that together. now we're gonna now we're just gonna cream you on purpose what's yeah this story? You know, hold on what's well, this russia's 80 story oh wow Ooh. so you don't know about this oh I, yeah oh, it's man. Like, let's crack into this i'll let, I'll let okay. you take the main lead but i'm yeah, gonna chip okay in so i can't remember the the year i think it may be like 19 80 with that lineup with the 92 olympics so 80 was a winner 84 so 80 80 was a winner 80 was a winner so it had to be 84 then or they might have i remember at one point the winter and summer were in the same year and then they shifted them so okay it, it might have been before the shift okay all right so so it it was in the soviet union yes i believe it's the soviet union it wasn't russia technically so they're in the soviet union uh, so the so the story goes, um, the U.S. is up like you know by like four or five points, yep. and it's super late in the game. And the Russians always played as hard as shit. Everything and first off. right, yeah. and they, and that was back when yeah. they were taking steroids on yep. the low. Yeah, like they were everything. doing whatever HGH it took to shit. win. Yeah, whatever it took to win. China's doing the same shit. Um, smart. I mean, and so <laughs> like, and so the refs. We're in on the job. Like they uh, they kept calling fouls on America until uh, Russia was basically winning the game. Yep. What the hell? And and knowingly stole it. Everybody saw it. You know, across the world, it was it was recognized as a sham. But. You know, people like that took that had a lasting effect. And it absolutely led to the dream team. And it's so funny that a, a, a bunch of college kids drove a bunch of Russians, the Russian government, to just say, "Hey, let's pump these guys up, make them these super athletes." And they still had to pay the refs, is what it came down to. Yeah, they still had to cheat. <laughs> still had to cheat on top of cheating. Yeah, so it was just like a multi-layered cheat. Like, yeah, you know, showed them what American athleticism really is all about. Yeah. 1980, Lake Placid, Miracle on Ice. I mean, we had the same thing. We we, we had a bunch of college kids because at that time our professional athletes weren't eligible. Go out and that team, I believe, beat the NHL All Stars and then lost to the Russian national team in an exhibition, and then came back and beat them in. Um, in the Olympics when it mattered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the Russians were using amateur, and I'm using air quotes here, amateur athletes, but you have to remember that in the Soviet Union, these kids were recruited at, you know, five, six years old. Yep. And to just be sent athletes. to camps and taught to play. Yep, that's all they know. That's yeah. all they know. I mean, look, look at the U.S. versus Russia when it comes to uh, Rambo 3. What? Oh, you're talking about Rocky I think you paused it. No, 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 we're good. Oh, okay. Sorry, we'll keep that. I got shammed. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I mean, yeah, let's look at fucking uh, Rocky 3 here. Four. Uh, Four. 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 Four four was the one with Drago. Yeah, that's right. Damn. It's still my favorite one. Yeah. By far, it's my favorite Rocky. Without a doubt, the training sequence, the fight itself. The fight? He killed Apollo Creed. Yeah. He killed him. I was, uh, so I, was so the sad. Towel, I, I was so sad. Throw the man. Dude, that was that was such. A, you don't expect that, man. You're like, all right, Apollo. All right, man. That's my guy. That's my. Guy. And he gets waxed. Uh-huh. I remember he came out in the America shorts and everything. He got destroyed. If he that dies, was, he dies. Yeah. That's that's a, isn't that Terminator. No. No. Says. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what when Same he goes person, to, really. when he starts training to fight. Uh, <laughs> 
Rocky and they do an interview with him and they like uh, ask him the question of what what would happen if you were to kill him in the ring and they say if he dies he dies yeah I remember the meme now I just had it twisted in my head because I remember uh, Terminator reshoots the guy in the knees like I told you not to kill anybody and he goes he'll live (laughs) (laughs) see like the first four Rocky movies to me are like they're all really good I mean it's you know it's it's the fifth was the one made in 2000 right Right, and That's so like, sign grown up. yeah, and so they did have that great quote from it though. He was like, "If life puts you down, you gotta keep on getting up, no matter oh, how oh, hard it hits yeah. you." Yeah, that is true. It's that up. sequence, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that probably one of the best quotes ever. I listen to it all the time. And I that one was kind of sad though, because you had like a real fading with, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and and now like I mean they I mean how many Rocky movies have they done now like now eight, or, they eight or nine because they have Creed. Michael B. Jordan's doing pretty well in that position. I actually really like the first Creed. He movie. really got knocked out when he fought the Russian in the sec- uh, second one. Yeah, I saw that. That was an actual he, knockout. Yeah, he threw himself into it. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. he knocked himself out. Like he was sitting there, they like, took the video of the take. He's like, they the practice a couple spin. rocks and they say, "All right, go, boom, knock the fuck out." He like, like seriously. That, that's when Michael B. Jordan was like realizing, like, okay, I have to. It's me and like, uh, uh, Black Panther. Oh, buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh man. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Because I mean. They have dominated, have they not? Like yes. all these massive roles, who does it go to? Either Michael B. Jordan or Chadwick Boseman. Yep. And in Black Panther, they and were John both David <laughs> Washington. Listen, we cannot forget the Tenet is one of the greatest movies I think I've seen in like these past few years, for sure. It was crazy. Like it's a it's a mind fuck for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The way they talk about the way they talk about reverse entropy, it's crazy. It's a, it's a good theory. And then they have the Ohio State uh, football player who. Um, uh, did the oh no it was either Ohio State or Clemson he was one of the O linemen and he did a whole tape because he's uh, studying like uh, physics and um, theory uh, theories that have to deal with that, that type of stuff and whatnot and he was doing like a whole science yeah a whole two and a half minute video going through it and it it was awesome it was awesome so man no, you're just obsessed with that movie <laughs> huh I said no you're just obsessed with that movie I guess who are your favorite players Matt. Ryan Tebow. Lochte. Ryan Lochte. I like it. Um, another famous Gator. Um, you know, and I think he has a little more personality than Michael Phelps does. Uh, dumber in a box of rocks, but I love him. He's great. Um, let's see. Basketball. Dwight Howard before he left the Magic. One of my favorite players ever. Yeah, like four or five time defensive that. player of the year. Guy, yeah. Led the league in blocks, rebounds. I mean, he was your Shaq again. Years. Yeah, really? he, he, he was. He just never developed his offensive game. It's one of the it's one of the tragedies of the NBA. Well, he's an he old school Because he was so five. good, and they even got to the finals with him like not really even evolving to where he could have been. Like still he won was, a chip with the Lakers. He was a, an even more athletic Jerry. Shaq. He was yeah. ripped. Could fly yeah. too. Yeah. And, and yeah. he was like one of the last guys I think that went that came straight out of high school. He's just, yes, he was. He's too close to Dennis Rodman style. It's not the, like the mean playing Pistons out here, the the nasty Pistons out playing in the paint. But 
You got to be able to have some type of offensive game. Well, like he's 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 a 90s style five trying to play in a 2000 2010 era basketball. Yeah. And basketball is probably the fastest changing sport. I mean, right you now, got Joel say. Embiid out here at center popping threes. At well, that's everywhere now. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. If you can't shoot the a Gasol three, you're not going to do great in the NBA. They can't they shoot threes? You you know the Gasol brothers pretty well. They fit your favorite team. Oh, I mean, <laughs> uh, well, Powell's not there yet, but it might happen. Like that style but, uh, of basketball yeah. is I mean, so. Like if it's great to watch if you got a team that's shooting well from three, but yeah. for everybody else, it's not fun to watch at all. And that's why yeah. the ratings have stalled out. And I swear to God, it's it's it precipitates down into like the middle school and high school everybody levels. Like threes. all these little kids shooting Gym threes. Shoot. I'm like, jacking bullshit. I mean, I'd be yanking these little kids up like. Please. And you I think never shoot again. All this never shoot again for my team, dude. If you're over five, stop shooting. I think that's why they've done all these mass player relocating because they realized they had it too scatterbrained, but concentrations on only two fucking teams, and so that makes it to where nobody wants to watch because you know what's gonna what's gonna happen. Yeah, that was that was part of that Cleveland Golden State drought. I just I, I I'm an avid NBA fan. I'm a big Lakers guy. Same. Fell in love and. 2009 was the first I, I remember watching the Lakers uh, Eat the play. Magic. play. <laughs> yeah, they were playing the Celtics, and uh, I just remember that I fell in love with Kobe Bryant. Which, you remember? Did you, did you remember the Shaq and Kobe years? Of though? course. Well, I was very young. I okay. uh, at that point in time, at least, um, like, oh, man, I can't say my age, but um, <laughs> we can well, cut that later. I, I but I very fond of Shaquille O'Neal. However, I never got to watch their games live. Um, I came up with uh, um, Kobe, Bynum, Gasol, uh, Artest, or World Peace, whoever, uh, Derek Fisher, Mm -hmm. those guys, Jordan Clarkson, uh, oh, uh, Huyichich, Sasha Huyichich. Oh, yeah, Boyichich, yeah, I remember them. Oh, yeah, that was a fun team, that was fun. Yeah, for me, I'm the opposite way. I was I was really into basketball, and then Dwight left, and Stan got fired, and I just quit watching. If I was a Magic fan, I wouldn't be a basketball. And Stan fan and Dwight hated each other. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Hated yes. each other. Build a fucking wall. <laughs> That's the fa- the Stan Van Gundy quote. He's trying to explain the defense. Build a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's still a mystery mystery to me how that Magic team got to the finals. I'll never. I'll never understand it but they're the they're always those teams i I mean i'll I'll say this like i said uh jordan favorite all time watching Shaq was just what live when like when he was the mvp and he was just trucking dudes like you just you expect him to get so crazy to watch like just Mm -hmm. to watch him manhandle people and i i will say big diesel's on my my mount rushmore (laughs) Yeah, I, I've got absolutely. him. I've got Over him above. Five. Yes, I've got him above Akeem the Dream. I've got him above Wilt Chamberlain. I've got him above uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't he care. He ended Hakeem's career. Shaq Diesel ended a lot of guys' careers. I said, yeah. but if you look, most Facts. people would like. Most surveys say that the uh, first team starting lineup would be Akeem at center. I mean, uh, and 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 I'm not. You know, it's one of those things where like I'm not gonna. I'm not going to agree or disagree with it because, like, it's just up to opinion at that point. Akeem, no doubt, had the sweetest jumper of any 
center. I mean, if you look at Shaq's jumper, it's like his free throw. It's the ugliest oh, shit you've so ever bad. seen in your life. It's because the ball's so small proportionally. But, but, <laughs> but Akeem wasn't able to just back you down and then just hammer it home right up over you no matter what you did. And that's what Shaq You could, could put do. five people in a line in front of Shaq and go right through him. Like, like, then that's it, when people argue if you take that away from Shaq, what does he have? Well, what, you take away nice Michael hook. Jordan's athleticism. You take away Peyton Manning's had, ability to throw a football. What do they have left? If you take away Michael Jordan's athleticism, I, he still would have the same intensity. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Shaq's, Shaq's If Michael Jordan touch, wasn't an athlete, he wouldn't Shaq's have been famous. touch within like seven or eight feet from the basket was fantastic. It was going in. But anything beyond that, and you were, you know, you were reaching. I think he I think he hit three three pointers in his entire career. And one, uh, he one, hit, and one he was a game winner game. that like he like would have never shot. I think it was like a mistake that he even shot mm-hmm. that shot. Yeah. But other than those guys, like I mean, that, you know, uh as far as football goes, I was trying to think of you know, somebody but like, you know, Peyton Manning. Yep. The way that he would come up to the line and Brett the way Favre that, the, got me the way that he changed. Yeah. Brett Favre mm-hmm. and, and John Elway got me into it towards the end of their careers. Yep. And then uh, you know, love Peyton Manning because physically he was um, you know, not as as powerful throwing the ball as some of these guys, but he was smarter. And he was for the smartest guy in the field. Years, the easiest job in the entire United States of America was the Indianapolis Colts offensive coordinator. Let <laughs> because throw the ball. He didn't need you. Peyton was was cut off the line, changing your play anyway. Yeah, he was smarter than you anyway. That's well, what it was. You got to get the darker color Gatorade. For a long better. time, I I, I told Peyton people yeah. Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady. Agreed. And for a while. He was, but Brady just overwhelmed at the end of his career. I mean, so many Super Bowls you just can't deny him. Yeah, at and that point. I mean, you got to look at Peyton's Peyton's win with Denver. I mean, his stats were not uh, nothing to gawk at. They were, oh yeah, I yeah. mean that was totally a defensive yeah. win as far as when they beat the Panthers. It was I a mean, sunset ride. Though. You know, they they dominated the Panthers' offensive line. Cam couldn't do anything. The infamous fumble where he doesn't dive for it and. Denver gets it at like the eight yard line. I mean, yeah. that was a, that was a, I mean, as a Panthers fan, I really up thought in North Carolina and, you know, we lost to the Patriots on, a, on that fucking field goal. <laughs> yep. Fuck Adam Vinatieri or whoever that guy was. Whoever that guy was, I hate him. And oh, Vinatieri's a Colts. Yeah, uh, one of the oldest. It's a, oh, no, it's Who the old it? ass kicker for New England. Yes. It's Gikowski. Not Goskowski. Not Goskowski. He's the newer guy. It was the guy before Goskowski. Oh, I can't remember him, man. Somebody. Look! Look that up. Look that up. We need. We need to know who that Patriots Wait, kicker was in like 2002. 2002. It was or like you know, it was there from like 2000, like throughout that first half of the whole dynasty. It was Vinatieri. Yeah, my it was roommate, fucking. My roommate Vinatieri. just texted me. Fuck <laughs> Shout out, man. Chance. Hey, Adam Vinatieri, and uh, but you know, to, for that to happen, and then for the Panthers to lose the way they lost. Uh, but I did make a little money because I bet money on Cam to win the MVP and Vaughn Miller to win the MVP. Because I said, if the Panthers win, it's going to be because of Cam. But if the uh, if the you know the Broncos win, then it's going to be because of the Vaughn defense. Miller was an absolute. And Vaughn un- Miller was an animal. He was. A- I mean, I think he had like three sacks in the game. Yeah. So I'd did, I mean, just my destroyed money on that Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah. I um, if I had to pick football, if we're going back to when I first started watching 
It would be, yeah, I mean, uh, Tim Tebow is definitely up there. Um, he's the reason I started watching sports in general. Um, you know, grew up with uh, Maurice Jones-Drew being the entirety of Jacksonville's offense. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. He will, he oh, will man. always have a, a special, MJD, man. special place in my heart. Um, you know, moving into the the more current day, um, I'm a big, uh, I'm a obviously Derrick Henry's doing amazing things. Yep. You can't. Yeah, you it's can't. crazy to watch. He's him. brought the power back back to the NFL. He's, that's for right. sure. Exactly. So he's on that list, and then um, Lamar Jackson's MVP season. New era. Not so much. Not so much this year. Well, they've kind of sniffed the code Soft a little bit. More blues, man. Yeah, yeah. But and they've got to re- rework their offense. That's all that is to me. But they that, still have a great team. That rookie year was. Something amazing. Yeah, After like, he poo-poos, he's good to go, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, that's how you know, like, a player is going to be great. Like, there's good NFL players, and then there's great NFL players. And the great ones are the ones who, after the NFL has picked apart your film and found every little weakness and tendency that you've ever done, yep. and you break through that ceiling. Yep. And your preparation, and when you become Brady, when you become Peyton, and you're just – and you're just cerebral and you're yeah. just above these people, like those are the people who are great. There are a lot of guys who flash in the NFL. I mean, how many quarterbacks have like six or seven good games? Yeah. Is Gardner Minshew really going to be a starter two years from now? He's Hell not no. Now. Hell no. Yeah. He, he, I mean, you, at, he was named starter. For even the, Carson Wentz had an Fuck. MVP season. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's all good, though. I mean, he's not supposed to be there. We all know that. And, he, and in the future, he won't. I mean, uh, Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be the, the Bears starting <laughs> the quarterback Bears in two years. All right, all right. The fantasy, Bears though, man. <laughs> Number hey. eight, the most fantasy points in the game. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. The Jags never should have traded Big Dick Nick. Uh, Nick Foles. Hold on, what? Nick Foles. Oh, Nick Foles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he got hurt, and he was only on a one-year deal. And he's pretty so it's old. like, what are you going to do? Trade him for a good piece who you believe will get you something. Right. They, they were trying to get $20 million off their books. That's what they were trying to yeah, do. Yeah, we already know Jags they, And they also space. were thinking – Trevor Lawrence down the road. And then the Jets shitty franchises are doing. They're they're in the Trevor sweepstakes. They're trying to get him number one pick. I think the Jets are winning that. No, if it's the Jets, he will stay another year. I disagree. Everyone, they put the same same narrative up with Joe Burrow. But he won't be taken seriously. He won't be taken seriously in this day and age. He will get absolutely belittled on the internet. It, it, there's there's too much pressure. No, he's already, to, no, no. He's, he's not going to stay another he's year. Why had NFL you? players support his decision? Of I staying. mean, Eli Manning did, you know, it, but and it, it may not be the worst thing, honestly, because Sam Darnold's not a terrible quarterback. He's just got nothing around. I was him. just he about to say, there's there. Sam Darnold's your guy. You if you get the number one pick, you need to be like, okay, I'm going to get a an, an exceptional an skill line. player, an offensive lineman. You get somebody who's a Somebody game who changer. can be the fundamentalist on one or on defense. On you get a game changer on That's defense. That's what I'm saying. You need that. You, got, got, you, you need get a, a pass rusher at number one anyway. You've got that kid. Um, that kid out of Ole Miss, the wide receiver. Uh, Which who, one? Who Kiffin's yeah, just freaking leaning on. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but I oh, know he plays for Ole Miss now. Yes. Oh, I don't even know. Um, but 
I'm. I don't know anybody. Don't know actually, I think he's a sophomore, so he's got another year. <laughs> Never mind. When you when because when you first said Ole Miss, my mind went to uh, old buddy in Seattle. DK Metcalf. Who is this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Throttling he's a, the NFL. He's a base. We knew he as would. A third we, or fourth round pick. He's a regular Sean Oakman. You like, see his oh, pacifier built, but he's like built himself up. Yeah, like I still remember him like catching a couple touchdown uh, catches against Alabama in those upset wins, um, and he Man wasn't even reach. that big then. Yeah, I mean he's. He's put on so much more muscle. Yeah, the amount about muscle that man's arm length is, and he can fly. Yeah. Let's yeah. not forget oh, that. Oh yeah, he can absolutely dust you. Yeah, he he'll blow by anybody oh, in the league. It's crazy. He has. A, he's a freak, man. Um, straight up freak. For for those of you who are wondering who I was talking about, it's Elijah Moore. Ah. Okay. All right. Well, well I'm, I'm interested to see what 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 uh. What uh, you know, old Kiffin does mm-hmm. if he stays at Ole Miss, right? I know. don't. I mean, honestly, he's having a really successful first season. I don't see why he would leave. I think, yeah, I think his head coaching career is going to take off. Like the way he handled like the publicity at a- a- FAU, or- he will try to make Ole Miss good. But if he cannot attract championship talent to Ole Miss without cheating, he will move on. It's all recruiting. That's what it all boils down to. If he can't recruit, then he'll be one of the best offensive coordinators ever. That Alabama would go to him after Saban leaves. Well, that was before you know. Rumor has it this may (laughs) may or may not be true, but he tried. He did sleep with a lot of the Christmas. Are you talking about freshwater? Oh, there's a freshwater on Tinder. (laughs) And then he tried to sleep with the coach's daughter. Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter. He tried. Yeah, from 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 what I even tried to. Yes. Go after one of Saban's daughters? That's when he was told to not get on the plane. That was when he was told not to get on the plane. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hugh Freeze it is. (laughs) I mean, wow. There is no factual evidence. This is a whole thing. that you have to have to try to do that? I mean, only Kiffin. Right? He's the only Only type of man who thinks he could pull that off. There's not a single coach crazier uh that would that would try something that outlandish like who comes out with a recruitment video for fau and knows it'll be the number one trending video on sports center right 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 man man, like i said man's a publicity genius but uh but ty what are your favorite athletes though honestly (laughs) oh wait 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 i i i only did football and and, and i did football and basketball Okay, um, I've been on you for a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spotlight's I mean, running out. It's all right, all right, all right. Let's go. Uh, hockey. Victor Hedman, Marty Saint Louis. Um, both fantastic Lightning players. Both brought us home a cup. Um, let's see. That leaves baseball. Um, CC Sabathia and his Indians. CC Sabathia. I, my first baseball card was one of CC Sabathia. I also had a, yeah, a, a bobblehead. Mariana Rivera closeout games. Greg Maddox uh, in the nineties. The way I mean, he won like five Cy Youngs. The way that he was just able to put the ball like right where he wanted. I mean, he could knock a fucking dime off the home, off home plate. Like that's yeah. how surgical he was. Uh, Randy Johnson. Yeah, he with killed his, a bird. With his, with his sidearm pitch where, I mean, I think he hit like 102 on a slider. Jesus. Like how the hell do you hit a 100-mile-per-hour slider? Like, it's unhittable. It truly is. Like, 
watching those guys, uh, Chipper Jones, because I'm a Braves fan, love watching Chipper Jones. My my aunt dated game. him in Freddie high school. Freddie Freeman is obviously my favorite guy right now as the uh, current NL MVP, as he should be, <laughs> as the the best player. I mean, that, that dude's a monster. Can we it's talk about watching them? I know I'm a couple years late here, but we didn't have the podcast when this happened. True. Um, the Pujols contract and how absurd it is. That's, that's baseball in general. That's, that's, baseball, but that's baseball in general, man. No player besides Mike Trout has been able to live up to their multi-year deal, whether it's Bryce Harper, whether it's Albert Pujols, whether it's CC Sabathia, whether it's Manny Ramirez, whether it's uh, Robinson Cano, I mean, none of these guys live up to their contracts, and yet they continue to get them. Like, we'll see what happens with uh, with old buddy from uh, uh, he was what was he on the Red Sox, and then he just won the World Series with the Mookie Mookie Betts. Betts. We'll yeah. see if he can. We'll see. I, I think he's got a chance to maybe live through his contract. Well, see, I think that's the the bad side about baseball. Well. Not so bad for them because they have enough cap space to be able to cover those types of investments. Cap space? There is no cap in baseball. That's why the Yankees yeah. are so damn good. Exactly. I don't know shit exactly. about baseball. Exactly. I've been they have the That's why I've always kind of been iffy on baseball because it's like it's a, if you just got the most money, then you win. You well, get, the exactly. athletics manager That's kind Monopoly, of, bro. kind of yeah. changed that a little bit. Yeah, Moneyball. Moneyball, baby. <laughs> Moneyball. Shout out. True. Watch that movie. But, um... A League of Their Own was a pretty uh, good film as well. I love A League of Their Own. It's a great movie. I love yeah. uh, Major League's my Tom first Hanks. favorite. Major League's yeah, great, wow, too. Wow, Tom Hanks, Rosie O'Donnell. Fantastic. Madonna. A, dude, that was just uh, that was one of the first like good like women-led movies yeah. that I'd seen in a long Madonna time. Madonna was so was... fine back then. <laughs> Gracie, with I'm the, sorry. With the, the brunette Madonna? Oh, my God. Man. Super fine. You know, Seth, you got my shirt off earlier, and it's getting rather cold in these boxers. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, Nikki Guerrero, the uh, the gymnast for Alabama, oh my she yeah. was she was insane. She, she was, was fantastic when one she of the was, best athletes I'd ever seen. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, her final performance was jaw dropping. But seriously, like, have you? But Who's the main girl right now, like on the U.S. Olympic team? Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Yeah, she is without a doubt like the best I've ever seen. No. She is bar none like the best gymnast of all time. Like watching her is like watching a fucking symphony. Like yeah, she is unbelievable. She never fucks up. She always hits these like crazy triple, quadruple flips. And I she mean, that's you that's the thing you put it best. She just never fucks up. I've never ever. seen I've never seen her like even stumble. Nothing. Nothing. She's perfect. She was made to be a gymnast. Like Born and LeBron bred. James was meant to be a basketball yep. player. Um Missy Franklin's gotta go on that list. Missy Franklin. Swimmer. Absolutely oh. fantastic. Oh, yeah, Five yeah. time medalist. And uh and, and I mean of course Michael Phelps, yeah. the the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine yeah. times was it gold? 
Oh, well, more, oh than, more, more than that. that. Like Nine times in one Olympics, maybe. Medals, like, <laughs> stupid. I mean, his... Yeah, there's a picture of him with, like... like... His butterfly, seeing his big-ass arms, just... just Crush and he's like seventy percent like shoulder. You see like this yeah. line of like everybody else, and then Michael is like three body lengths in front of everyone. It's like, yeah. It was like Michael's three body lengths in front of the red champion or the world record bar. Yeah. Usually, it every was time like watching Usain Bolt run, run the run the hundred mile hundred meter. Just I mean, he's literally looking back at you like. Mm-hmm. Ha, can't be did. <laughs> yeah, he's already sipping. He's already sipping his Gatorade by the time you're I mean, coming like, up for air. The the, the 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 number one rule in racing is don't look back. Like, that's when you lose. Like that's chase your same bolt. Literally look, has look time where to you're look going. behind himself in a in a race that guys run in under ten seconds. He's gonna yeah. backpedal his way into a championship. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, Damn, I slipped again. Man, it happens. Yep, yep. It happens. Um, I mean, this is our longest yet, isn't it? This yeah, is, yeah, we're at an hour and a half. Yeah, this is about The one time. with H.H. Marshall was we, two hours. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, we still got two more uh, favorites to go. We've been on some tangents with them. <laughs> how do we? How do we feel about Crosby? I mean, I don't know if anybody Sydney? hears a... Yeah, I don't know if anybody hears Oh, I thought you were talking about Pittsburgh. Mason Crosby. I was like, he's a good enough kicker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody here is a Pittsburgh fan, but I mean, I mean he's, Sydney, he's arguably the, the best player. the first part of his career, yeah, he's go, he goes... You know, goal for goal with you know the greatest of all time, but I mean, how are you? How is anyone ever going to top Gretzky? No one is. You can't. Like he's you know, he is the Jordan of hockey. Right, right. But it's even but it's even further for Gretzky. He got Gretzky is is arguably even more separated from Michael Jordan because now, like, I mean, people just you know they're just all over LeBron and like oh year eighteen. Well, like. Jordan only played 13 years in the NBA period and, and did everything, did all his damage. If Michael had come in as a, you know, rookie uh, right when he was a freshman at North Carolina, when he won the championship, <coughs> what would he have done then? What kind of records would he have broken then? I mean, this guy I feel this like, guy averaged 38 a game. I feel like that UNC-Michael Jordan phase really kind of – Began the mold of greatness for him, though. Yeah, cause like because it gave no him that history. taste, no. gave him that win, it gave him that you know drive. You're like, I want that again, but on this stage. Yeah, I man. feel like that definitely get like juiced him up. Yeah, because um, he was a very like goal <clears throat> setter type person. That's that's where his drive came. He would find a reason, find a goal to accomplish every game. However, like, you do bring up an interesting point of what those records would look like with an extra year or two of NBA play. Well, because that because that, that younger that younger MJ people forget was a bucket and then (laughs) yes and then you add in the two years where he's playing for the fucking barons like (laughs) i mean it is prime years like i i tell people this all the time like if michael jordan doesn't retire when his father gets murdered in north carolina yep he potentially wins eight championships in a row there's a strong possibility he wins eight championships in a row is there even a conversation about who the best is. No. It's over with. It's instantly over with. Yeah. I don't care how many finals LeBron goes to. He's lost six or seven of them? Five. Five? Okay. So, I mean, it's just right now, like, yeah, LeBron has ascended uh, up past Shaq. Uh, but to me, until he gets that fifth ring, he's still behind Magic. And Magic only played for two, 12 he's or still 13 behind Kobe. years. 
I mean, because they played at much more physical time. There's a lot more. Oh, for sure. And then, and then I'll give it to LeBron. He finally developed the three point shot. Yeah. And so, if he can lower his shoulder and step back and hit a three, you can't guard. Somebody. Well, you know what's great. I don't know why they can't block it. It's the most readable shot ever. He sits there and he does this weird little dribble move. He, he does a little spin in the hand. That's yeah. when you know he's about to do it. Yeah. It's literally the most readable three ever. Well, that that hardened step back move has revolutionized. How you, which get, it is a trap. How you get space for yourself when you're trying to get a shot off. The way I was born and raised on basketball, that's a travel. Yeah, you play straight two like, foot. Right. Yeah, I was so confused when I first saw. I was like, oh, they're letting them do that now. Because they're technically calling it a hop. Why? Because it's Harden and he won the MVP. Like, yeah. That's what we're doing. Like. <laughs> Okay, whatever he does. When, like, cool the quarter it. of his shots is purely free throws because he oh, just draws fouls. Don't get me started, bro. He's got 13, the 14. Leg I don't care if you make fight 40 points if almost 20 of them Hey, free got him that super match, though. So. No, I get it. I'm not. He's a better basketball player than I will ever be. <laughs> However. So who's the best? As, who is the best out of the big three that came out of Oklahoma whenever it was? Uh, uh, KD. KD's the best, first off. Right. Um, I think KD. Oh, you talking about the OKC team? The OKC, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I should have said oh, OKC. Is Durant, Harden, and then Russell Westbrook? Was it always that way? Because I thought Russell was always like. Well, Russell was Russell was better than James at that point in, in, time. O, in OKC because James actually came off the bench and won six. Well, James was a rookie that, that year. year, wasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure was if he was a rookie or a second year guy, yeah. but regardless, he won six man of the year. Because Westbrook only he was came balling. in. He Westbrook was only came in because that starting point guard got hurt the year before. But right. whoever that was, I don't okay, remember. Yeah. I don't even remember who it was. Yeah. I just remember everyone was like, "How's this Westbrook kid going to do?" And him and KD clicked early on. Yeah, and they ended up being like one of the most energizing teams in the league. I don't yeah, know but, though. But, far- but Westbrook always thought that he was the man mm-hmm. secretly. Yep. I mean, he went. I think he scored forty. In a NBA Finals loss to the Heat back in like 2010, when when, when they, they were, had, when they played that year, yeah, they went. With I mean, the Heat. and that was, I mean, that team, that OKC team, you know, they won they won that first game against the Heat, and then they lost the next. They four were just in a too row. young, man. Yeah, just they too were young. too young, and and so, that's that that Heat team, that Miami oh, yeah, Heat team filthy. was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like just top down from. Player to player, it just unreal. It was a team unlike anybody had ever seen before. Yeah. So, so you know, who wins the 2012 Heat or the 2016 Warriors? Um, I'm going to say the 2016, 2016 Warriors just because yeah. of offensive output and volume. Just uh, because you even go back eight years from now or four, that four-year split, that's right yeah. with basketball picked yeah. up. And the like Warriors can still do you The 2016 well. Warriors, Allen. too, they're going to get more possessions a game, Ray which Allen. that Heat is not used to putting out volume like that. Yeah, they can. Ray Allen cannot shoot that many threes to compare. Well, with I think Chris Bosh is a big advantage, yeah. and I think LeBron's a big advantage. But LeBron was not a good three-point shooter yes. in 2012. No. You but, have Ray. But you've got LeBron. You've also got LeBron shooting 80-something percent around the rim. And that's what he was. That's but what he thrived that's two point on. And game, that fadeaway shot. But that's two point game when there's a 2016 team who's averaging 100. But who's going to guard LeBron points. in that 16 Warriors team? It's Clay. But Clay. Clay's going to get fucking bullied. Can two by LeBron. points? Can two points get you 120 and 130 points in a game? 
Well, I mean, like, you have to throw Draymond in there and try to yeah. tire LeBron out yeah, because double team. You have to, well, you're a Heat you're fan. You have Draymond, to hope that Dwayne Wade steps in. You're going to say Draymond out there to foul him a couple times. Chris Bosh seriously declined. Yeah, that Chris Bosh got to him real bad. Chris Bosh was still a great. Fucking I mean, player. I would have taken Serge Ibaka over Chris Bosh. I would have taken. I mean, I, 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 I mean, that's a defensive player of the year, Serge Ibaka. You're talking about too. That's like. I mean that's a really that's a good kid or not kid like he's a grown ass man. But yeah. <laughs> I was I was very happy when he got a ring with the Raptors. I agree. A couple of years ago, that rap squad was something special. I really, I really liked that, and I'm very eager to see what the Clippers do. Fuck now, the Clippers. Why is playing with a man who's worried about the wrong ring? I still want to see it. I still want to see them. I want Paul to see George the new. Buying onion I want rings. to see the new look Nets. Doc with see the Sixers. Cran, Durant and uh, Steve and Nash do. coaching. Yeah, he's got Steve his coaching Nash coaching with. Yep. Ty Lue coaching the Clippers. Uh, what Doc Rivers will do with the new look Sixers. 76ers. Yep. I mean, 76ers, that, my team's looking hot, man. They're looking hot. I'm yeah, I'm glad you guys could take Danny Green from us. Jesus Christ. Hey, it's all right. And we got Dwight Howard. They should start calling him Danny Red. And mm-hmm. James Harden's number one destination spot right now is the Sixers if he stays. Oh, dude, if James Harden goes, well, you're not going to get James can, Harden without giving up exactly. Simmons or Embiid. Exactly. And you're the not Sixers will not keep, give up Simmons You're not going to be able to get all three of those guys. Because nope. the Rockets are not going to take, you know, Dwight. the the Nets. <laughs> well, they're not going to take the third best player. They're not they take Tobias. Get, well, they wait, just Tobias take Tobias. Tobias gone. No, they're yeah, going to have to give up like the next gone. five first round picks they got. If they only get Tobias. <laughs> no, Tobias like, like, literally got uh, two hundred thousand dollars, a two hundred million dollar contract. Did not uh, the Rockets? I mean, who the Rockets need somebody to to pair with James Wall? You're talking about, or pardon me, to, uh, to, Tobias uh, Harris. John Wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, Boogie looks good. If he can stay healthy and play a whole fucking season, they might be something to reckon yeah, with. Because they still have Eric Gordon. You can't right? count on if that. I was so John you have Wall, to get somebody hell? else. What? I'm sorry, Tobias Harris, Dwight Howard, Aaron Gordon. Um, my, and JJ Reddick are all former Magic players. <laughs> hey, I'm just you guys like, got Mo Bamba. What the hell <laughs> is our GM doing? He's got hose calling. Hey, I got Mo Bamba. Dude, you, the, hey, yeah, listen, yeah, man. I got to get Shaq West because he's trying out too. Shaq so. West, might it's as well a whole hey, yeah, yeah, it's a whole The Magic are in good hands, low key, man. You're gonna what? You're gonna see Chumo Kiki come out yeah, this year true. from Auburn. That was the most gonna, tragic injury. He's gonna. He's gonna. Oh, oh, that was the. Most miserable injury because because if you just Chuma plays against Virginia, it's not a man. One we're game. I watching that series, watching the whole just all of it go out. You kind of watched us as we played the tougher opponents, need that spark that he gave. Yeah, we just did. I mean, we had because a great he squad. Was a, he was a two way player. Shout out Bruce Pearl. Like he was our Kawhi Leonard. Like he would get a he would get you a bucket and get you a stop and then get you another bucket after the stop. He's like, probably the one getting the steal or the rebound too. He's a hustler. Yeah, Chuma Chuma was incredible for us. So. And for him to be that good and to elevate the play around the guys even with him being injured, and the guys the wanted to win for him. Did they not? We did. They made the playoffs. So you made the playoffs without Chuma. And then you I get think, Chuma and whoever you drafted. I think we got who'd you, who'd y'all draft? I don't remember. I, like I, I said, I haven't watched since Dwight left. I, I was surprised the guy thing. from Georgia went number one in the draft. I was very surprised as I well. I was like, huh? That was a crazy pick. And then, uh, and, and so like, what's his name? Uh, the, the the most talented ball. Yeah, he goes LaMelo. to Charlotte and, and, of and Michael Of course he went Jordan. to Charlotte, though. 
I feel like also I think uh, the Knicks picking up Obi Toppin. I think he's going to be good. I really do. I feel like that like it's getting so, so. lopsided when it comes to size in the NBA. You are either a big man who can plow through or a little body who can shoot a three. Well, I mean that's kind of the idea is that it's a game of chess. It's about getting the right bodies with the right sizes in the right places. It's yeah. a good thing that the Nets are starting to be good because the NBA has seriously missed the New York market being relevant. Oh in, man! In NBA well, basketball, and that's, I feel so bad back. for I feel so bad for Knicks fans because they've done everything to deserve being a good team, and all of a sudden Brooklyn gets these huge superstars. And there's also after coming off of a pretty hot and, season. And Jay Z, you know, Jay Z moving about to Brooklyn from New Jersey. And there's also a stat for the uh, Knicks that um, every player that's been well, there's been at least one player in the finals for the past thirty years that came from the Knicks team. So. <laughs> Sucks. They've traded away all these key, key players. Well, I mean, it just they they pissed away Melo's career. They they're never able to get these stars together at the same time. Nope. It's, it's always, always like an era of one good player mm-hmm. and all these crazy shitty supplementary Barker's parts. Well, um, like as a Lakers guy, I can go back and tell you, like every every couple of years, we had one squad where like three or four guys were pretty damn good. And that's the years you win is when you yeah. have, you know, three, four, five guys that can and, perform every night. Yeah, and double digit scores. Yeah, couple defensive. And you need players. and you need a halfway decent bench, and you've got a ship. So, with the fifteenth pick in the two thousand twenty draft, the Orlando Magic picked up Cole Anthony, point guard from oh, North Carolina. Oh yeah, that's right. I like Cole Anthony. Mm. All right, uh, we've definitely right. jumped off topic right uh, right here. Uh, See a lot, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just getting pretty, pretty late on our end. Uh, what's your favorite teams, man? My favorite teams, or no, favorite players? We're on favorite players. Sorry. Mom. Well, I'll tell you my favorite teams. I think I've said it throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Packers, <laughs> Lakers, Packers, Auburn Tigers, UAB Blazers. But oh. um, <laughs> we, uh, my favorite players, uh, my favorite athlete of all time, Kobe Bryant. Uh, it's it's one of the one of the few. People, I can honestly say I've never met, but has impacted my life forever. Um, mm. A lot of my motivation and drive came off of watching this guy suit up. Mamba. Just, I mean, it's admirable to see somebody want to perfect their craft that bad, to want to be so good at something so bad and still just be, I mean, he's, to me, a modern-day renaissance man. I mean, he directed that film. He, he big soccer guy. Kobe could have easily been, you know, Playing for some club somewhere, just yeah. as easy as he was in the NBA. Because he made the decision when he was going to do something, he was going to give it his all. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was just it was cool to see. Man, he's got a great story. Um, like football. to go in and top Shaq's legacy. Yeah, yeah. He walked, like walked was, in. An that was the thing that was so impressive to me was that after Shaq got that win Shaq's in Miami and Dwayne Wade carried Shaq to that championship uh-huh. in 2006, Kobe came back, and you know, I mean. His those that 2005, 2006, 2007 years with the Lakers, those were rough years. Yes, where they were barely making the playoffs, yes. and Kobe was scoring Kobe like forty left. a game. Kobe but like went to Charlotte everybody himself. else was terrible. You know, he was playing with Dwight Howard. They weren't good. Kobe was talking to Mark Cuban at that time. To talk about going to Dallas. No, nah, yeah. Dwight didn't leave for the Lakers until. Oh my, that, you're 10. right. That was after he won the yeah. championship. No, Dwight was on our Lakers super squad with uh, Steve Nash. Yeah. Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. Steve Nash is 
uh, career ended. When they wouldn't get uh, uh, CP3 with the Lakers. They, Steve they Nash struck down that trade. Yeah, a, imagine a, a world with CP3 Steve on that team. Gone. Dwight Howard fucked up his back. It was terrible. Kobe pops the ACL. I just, I wanted, oh, I wanted to slam my head in the that free throw, that though. He still hit the free throws. That's true. Um, yeah, what Shaq boss. couldn't do. <laughs> I hit him when they count. He could never do. So don't I hit him when they matter. Man. Don't, don't, don't put him down that bad. <laughs> so, Co- so Kobe was your favorite player. Kobe easily. My favorite athlete, right. top down. Um, NFL-wise, um, I really love J.J. Watt. I love yeah. Um, yeah. When he's healthy, he's so good. I love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. That uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, older school players. Um, <laughs> sticking with the Packers thing, I really fucking love Amon Green. Um, Donald Driver, those kind of guys. Uh, Kenny Stabler, he's incredible. He's just <laughs> another one of those guys I've only ever been able to see highlights of. However, it's still you can learn a lot about somebody's play style even with highlights. Um, but basketball and football are my main sports. I don't really watch enough baseball to have like a favorite player. Um, but yeah, those are hockey. Just, I don't know much about hockey either, brother. I was <laughs> Name one hockey player. Wayne Gretzky. Name best, one active play. hockey player. Name a second hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 name one active hockey player. <laughs> um, the, uh, Shorzy from Letterkenny. Close <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, enough. <laughs> He's actually, Shorzy's my favorite hockey player there. <laughs> and then it's Riley and then Jonesy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Letterkenny Irish. That's my squad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are those are just uh, Allen Iverson. Um, yes. He he yeah, is basketball. He lives and breathes the sport. I think you know if there's one guy you want to be like you are. He's just a culture icon. He changed the way people dressed in the NBA. Right. His 48 <laughs> point game in Game One of the 2000 Finals over that Lakers over team, that undefeated when, Lakers when, team when Shaq scored 44. And I think Kobe scored like 36. Yes. For him to do what he did in in overtime and get that, man, that was that was the most and one also, of the most gargantuan efforts I've ever seen. Because that was the game he stepped guy. over Ty Lue. Yeah, I mean he's six foot, and he is. I mean Kobe's six six, Shaq's six. I mean seven foot, and yet Iverson is just bawling out of his mind. Well, you know, Kobe's got that quote. He's like, everyone should just thank God Allen Iverson's not 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was out, out there looking oh, like God. Jimmy Butler, man. So tired, he can't do nothing else but do his best and get that win for the team. Uh, who, but, uh, are you, who are your favorite players? Yeah, right, Ty, favorite. who are your favorite players? Let's see. Uh, let's see. We can start with... I, it can sound pretty biased, but uh, back in my younger days, uh, I'd have to say Don, uh, Dante Hightower, who is now playing for the Patriots, but played a linebacker for the uh, University of Alabama. Loved him. Uh, currently, or most recently, it's been... Well, before I get to most recent, I got to get to Charles Woodson. That's why that's where I became a Raiders fan. Hey, that man right there he also has a chip as a Packer. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Because I went from, like, Packers... To the Raiders, and now I'm stuck with the Raiders. Like, uh, 
Raiders are back. They would have won the Super Bowl if fucking uh, Derek Carr wouldn't have messed up his leg, man. That was a tough year. Yeah, that was a tough that was year. A lot of stuff to That's take, true. They were I do agree with you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Like, hot, like going into playoffs. Who was your backup yeah. that year? Who did? It was somebody that just was not ready for the job. Couldn't even tell you. I stopped watching as I got hurt. I don't blame you, brother. But um, is that Glennon? Was yeah. it Mike Glennon? Is it Mike Glennon? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the current one. Is he not? Probably. Ah. No, but uh, uh, and then most current for the NFL, I'd have to say C.J. Mosley. He is a beast. I don't know why that's. Hey, great. I, I have his jersey. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. I love him. The Ravens traded him, though. Yes, yes. He's at the Jets now, is he not? C.J. Mosley or Dante Hightower? Who is the best Saban linebacker? At Alabama, I'm going to say C.J. Mosley. Yeah, it's a different type of like Linebacker. Minka was a member of the secondary. No, I would have to definitely say... I'd have to put in the fact that it's kind of two different periods when they had played. When Dante played, it was definitely a much more uh, run-based SEC conference. That spread offense wasn't really... Yeah, it hadn't hit as, as much as it did. Like, see, when C.J. Mosley was around, it was starting to come be prominent a little more. And it became a little more normal with from Oregon and then started to make a slow spread within. But um, I'd have to give it to C.J. Okay. CJ was a man. I I have more memories watching CJ Mosley play. Yeah, he's, personally. He, yeah, he's like, yeah. I was still like coming into watching a bunch of college football during Dante Hightower, and then CJ Mosley was full force. I could not stop watching that man. He was a, he was my background. And watching CJ Mosley go to replace Ray Lewis, that was just a really cool fit in my mind. Yeah, because like Ray retired, and CJ came in right it. after. Yeah, like yeah, and then. Uh, Moving on to base, uh, basketball, I'll go to basketball first because that was pretty easy. It's Ben Simmons because I'm a Sixers fan. And that man, he yeah. went from he, – he's training well. He went from – His ceiling is so high. Yeah. Ty loves guys that can shoot. As far as who he could be. He can shoot threes now, dude. Don't play with me. He Have can you, shoot threes on this fucking mini hoop. Like, have you seen how <laughs> built that man has gotten this offseason? I don't care how strong he is. He is huge. He I will say he is an absolutely gifted passer, generational passer. Oh, and he I can, can, he can I, work in that paint. Remember all that 2K work I used to give people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then – Besides Ben Simmons in the NBA, I mean, I'd, I'd also have to say Michael Jordan. I watched that last dance. Like, I cried when Michael Jordan cried, dude. That shit was deep. Like, you can just feel the intensity that man carries, and he was just born with it. Wild He's crying a, going on tonight. Yeah, right. Sport, <laughs> sports is emotional. Yeah, thank God yeah. there's not a game Mike on. Is, Mike is the greatest. I, I really wish I could have watched uh, Bo when he was playing. Bo Jackson. Uh, watched Deion Sanders when he was playing. Oh, yeah. I feel like I missed out what, not seeing those What guys. version of primetime did you want to watch? My dad was not a big NFL fan. He loved college sports. Yeah. But, you know, Bo was running when I was born, you know, <laughs> way before you guys were born. So, I mean, Bars. I never got to really see uh, Bo, you know, do his thing, you know, uh, with the Royals and with, I mean, he's still, well, he's still the only guy, I think, who is an all-star in both leagues. Deion Sanders is also. He played you baseball. Can, you can thank uh, um, he Bosworth for that shit. I, I, he was pretty good. I don't know if he, he was, was good. He was good. I don't know if he was all-star worthy, but I know he, he was? was also one. Kyla Murray. Oh. Hmm? He played both ways. Kyler Murray. He's not an he all star in either league yet, but yeah, he got signed. He but might he did not play. He could be. He was one of the. I, mean, Russell, I think James Russell needs to try out some baseball. Yeah. Play in the major leagues. Yeah. I contend. I mean, a man can throw. 
Man, I'm sure he's got the coordination to hit. I'm sure he he's a, he's it. another guy that I really liked watching because like even he, when man, he's so hard to sack. He doesn't have like this Lamar speed. His footwork is just so perfect. Yeah, but I think these past few weeks have shown that if they don't have a good running back on the field, he cannot carry it all on his shoulders. Like well, they yeah, have, eventually they have, they're going to sit eight in coverage, and there's no way. I mean, they're just going to double up on your best guys and beat yeah. DK Metcalf to death. And yeah, Tyler you know, Lockett. I mean, he's and, short. And Metcalf he's is still young. Like if he can progress, you know, to like Megatron status, I'm, and I'm like getting really that ceiling I was talking about. Then it's going to be almost impossible to stop him and Russell Wilson. I'm really bothered by the fact that people are outright denying the comparisons between him and Megatron when they're pretty fucking blatant to me. Yeah. I mean, they're like the same Size-wise, yes. Expectations coming out of college, no. no. No, I totally agree with that. Megatron was the man and carried the name of the man till he retired, you know, and he was he was the heartbeat of the Lions, that poor Lions team. Didn't DK play all four years as well? I believe in, so. In in college, I mean, That's Calvin Johnson was the number one pick after his junior year at Georgia Tech. Yeah. Like Calvin Johnson was supposed to be the greatest, and he ended up being pretty much the greatest. A wide receiver at a Jerry triple option Rice. school. I mean, if, if Calvin Johnson hadn't gone to the fucking Lions. Yeah. Good God. Like, yeah. If the if the Lions weren't absolutely hopeless they're as a franchise. Fucking, pitiful. I remember I mean, you destroyed Megatron's career, Barry Sanders. Sanders' career. I mean, Matty Ice's career. I mean, yep. They're eating away my guy Carry on Johnson's career. Like, I mean, I, I this is an unpopular opinion, but after being a Packers fan long enough, I pissed away Matt Stafford's career. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford for, for a uh, while was one of the most productive guys. Good running backs. Well, he I has mean, two five thousand yard seasons. They got Bo Scarborough now too. Yeah, well, he, yeah, they, they're they going to put him at right tackle next week. I heard. Yeah, back, but so they got he they got him. old buddy from Georgia. Their last good guy, Swift. Swift. Yeah, DeAndre. Yeah. They got DeAndre, Carryon Johnson, and Bo Scarborough. Let's hope they. Can they should him. be doing work. Yeah, yeah. They need an offensive coordinator. That's why they fired him. And a head coach, and a GM, and maybe some new owners. Well, they fired the head coach. They fired offensive coordinator. Can we fire the owners? You can if it's bad enough. Look at uh, Jack Dorsey for uh, the Browns. He was fired. I mean, they're just GM. stuck where they are. The the Cowboys are stuck where they are because ownership Cowboys won't stuck, do anything. Yeah. Uh, Jerry World's crumbling. All right, and people don't want to go and play on the Redskins for no. Snyder. Yeah. No, but no, of course not. Uh, the football team, I think that's what they the call football it. team. Yeah, the Washington FT. Man, I liked uh, <laughs> Pat McAfee's idea to rename the team. The DC Sentinels sounded really cool. No, I'm I'm partial to them keeping the uh, the Redskins name and then just switching their logo to a potato. No, well, <laughs> didn't you say earlier that Redskins was already racist? He's talking about potato red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a potato, it's fine. <laughs> right. Hey, man, potatoes have rights too, brother. <laughs> Uh, they don't deserve famine. Bailey, do you watch enough sports to have input no, on I'm this? No, I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh. My favorite <laughs> hockey player is Doug Glatt. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. What position did he play? Here's the goon. He didn't play a specific position. I don't know. I was, I was, I was playing devil's advocate. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but besides that, uh, I don't think I have much of a hockey player. I'd, I'd say somebody, Headman. 
topic from him because that's the only real hockey I've watched recently. Yeah, um, we were we were stuck in quarantine, so I, I, I forced these guys to watch Tampa Bay hockey. Worth yeah. it. At least it was a winning team. I want to get into <laughs> hockey. It's something I would enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Hockey is the last it sport that a team from Detroit was good at. I think minor Correct. league's better to watch than major league, though, because at least they allow fights. Hockey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, some Havoc, some Solar Bears. Freaking oh, love the solar. I'm a Huntsville. I'm a Huntsville Havoc fan myself. Minor league team. It's a polar bear league. with a suntan, man. <laughs> a brown bear. <laughs> yeah. Very tan bear. He's got the shades. Desert it's, tan it's really bear. cool. Like the other, like the actual color tan. We're gonna put pit vipers box. on this bear. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're in chubbies, <laughs> dude. If if you don't know, hey, boo boo. <laughs> if you don't know what the Orlando Solar Bears are, go look up their logo. It is frat as fuck. Yeah. It's amazing. All right, all right, Bailey. What's your favorite teams? Don't have one. No, you just you bullshit. Have, I know Bailey, you Bailey Steelers, doesn't man. watch sports. He you just got no don't. players. No players. Nope. He's a no, nerd. No favorite players. No, I mean, I okay. it'd be somebody from the Steelers. I tell you that much. What's your favorite heavy metal band? Oh well, that one I've got a long ass list. Yeah. Mm, top three. Top three. I'll, give, I'll give you a little leeway. I don't know. Like I said, I've been mostly on more of a harder kick. I guess Ice Nine Kills, uh, Slipknot, Harsh, and uh, Lamb of God. Respect. Hey man, I wanted you to be in the conversation somehow. I don't know. You're good. What's your favorite? I don't know. What what be? Oh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Green is not a creative color. Um, no, nah, no, that's really got to go fantastic with like midnight purple. <laughs> I've always been partial to chartreuse just because the trout really like it. The fact that you just fucking said chartreuse. I was the type of dude who wore pink in high school. I had like four, like two pink short sleeves. Only real men wear pink. Yep, that was it. Hey man, this is actually salmon. <laughs> At least I have a good reason for liking the color chartreuse, and that is because the trout like it. <laughs> So you would use yourself as a bait. I would never wear chartreuse. Like bears. Well, you know, I would mouth. never. You wear know, Matt's a master baiter. Hey, <laughs> he's the king of it. Yeah, yeah. that's why he's such a good fisher. I'm the only one. In this, I'm the only one in this room who can actually tie a fisherman's knot. So, well, <laughs> hook I don't line me. You taught me, bitch. I know how to tie it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, it looks like we're. About at the end of our rope here in this episode. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, be sure to tell us. Wait, 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 uh, wait. We missed a sport. What sport? NASCAR. We did. Man, cars drive really fucking fast. You want to know, <laughs> know why they call it NASCAR? Because it was two rednecks back in the day, and they was watching people uh, drive drive fast down the road and say, "Man, that's a NASCAR right there." Oh, <laughs> 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 um, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart. Mine. Yeah, that's Jeff Gordon is also uh, right there. Even though uh, your mom talks the most shit about Jeff Gordon. Yeah, my mom doesn't like Jeff I remember Gordon. when Dale Earnhardt died, but I remember being like, who is Dale Earnhardt? Because, again, he was really good when way too early in my life for yeah. me to remember who he yeah. was. And then Junior. But Junior could just never live up. Yeah. To well, he did. He, I mean, he, he, he ended up winning, though. He ended up winning one. He did. He did get yeah. one, but it was like but Tony, race, Tony well, Stewart. Well, and, you know, it's like why Michael Jordan Jr. quit playing basketball. Yes. <laughs> I guess that he he got that from his dad. I guess. I mean, LeBron's kid is gonna have a lot to learn. Zaire Wade, Bronny, oh, Sharif O'Neal. He's got so much. Bull, bull. So I know what it took to get him involved. We gotta talk NASCAR. He knows NASCAR. Oh, he knows NASCAR. 
Nah, I know a little bit. All right, well, who won? Who won the uh, Talladega 500? Ain't got a fucking clue. Fuck I told they you only know a little. Dude, this is NASCAR. These folks can't count to 500, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The the Talladega I changed the channel till I saw the checker, the yellow flag. No, 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 no. <laughs> Real shit. The Talladega 500 is not the Talladega 500. It's the fucking Talladega 499. For some reason, that race is one mile shorter than an actual 500. Yeah, it does say <laughs> one to 499. When you start, but uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, definitely mention your favorite stories, sports stories, how it made you feel, how sports make you feel in general. Um, Let us know tell us we're wrong. The sounds of our dogs. Yeah, uh, we we're gonna start putting an intro in soon. Uh, give us some feedback, how it sounds, how you guys like it. No, get ready for dog rape. Ear rape. Actually, this is ASMR in some places. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this in your car, don't fall asleep because I know it's We're going to move the cameras fuck. to give uh, camera boops. What do, what do you have to say, Molly? Who's your favorite player? <laughs> that's exa- no lie, that's exactly what, what it sounded like. So I'm the only one um, who has ears in who was actually listening to the, to the record. And that that was pretty spot on. <laughs> I had pretty terrible gas the whole time. I don't know if you picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for now. For is now, that why? Is that why you there. got up and moved across the room? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, guys, have a good one. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Bye bye. Respect. Like what you hear, or have a topic suggestion for the show? Join the conversation and subscribe now on social media at Soulspeak TV, or visit SoulSpeak.tv for more exciting content. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Soulspeak, real talk, real soul. Get it